welcome to the Outer Rim Job. We're a Star Wars Armada podcast uh, based out of Michigan. Uh, this podcast came about on our drive back from Ohio Regionals recently. We noticed the massive void left by IFF, Intensify Ford Firepower, and uh, we realized we missed hearing uh, a U.S.-based podcast about Armada. Uh, my name's Bill. I'm Brian. I'm Matt. And I'm Dane. And uh, we are going to try to fill the massive, stinking void that the Flesh Star Destroyer uh, left behind. Big well, gaping hole. Massive. <laughs> it's a massive hole. And uh, we want to give a shout out real quick to other podcasts that have influenced this one that, you know, that are still around. First off, uh, the Fire When Ready guy out west. Uh, he does a lot of good stuff. Uh, search for him, Fire When Ready, on iTunes or if you're a fucking asshole and you got that droid, uh, search on whatever platform you guys use. Um, there's Comms Noise, which is the British uh, Armada podcast guys. They're really good. They do a lot of um, talking about their lists and uh, recent gameplay stuff. Uh, check them out, Comms Noise. Uh, and then the big shout out, of course, which we I mentioned earlier, is IFF. Test five forward firepower. Uh, they've been gone for a year now, I think. Been about a year since we heard them, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's been about that long. It's been a while, yeah. and uh, it kind of sucks. It'd be nice if they came back. We encourage them to, but uh, the word is Drunk Tarkin piloted the Flesh Star Destroyer into a massive black hole, like a really deep, wide one. <laughs> And, uh, and solid penetration, solid, a deep, solid penetration. And they didn't get out. And apparently. he's lost in there. So. And they're lost. Well, yeah. he got wasted. I ah, well, that makes sense. And uh, he piled it deep right inside that fucking gaping maw. And uh, we haven't heard from him since. Yeah. So, you know, hopefully they find their way out sometime to him. And um, last shout out before we get started with our actual episode is to also a guy from IFF, Steve. Um, he used to do uh, podcast playthroughs through YouTube. And I know for myself and Dane, mm-hmm. it's how we got better at playing Armada. Like, it was a huge part of, you know, learning how to play. Yeah, that was, I mean, that was how I learned to maneuver properly in Armada, was mm-hmm. how, by watching Steve do it really, mm-hmm. really well. So, and that's how I got good at the game or, you know, whatever. Yeah, absolutely. And watching him, for me, like, watching him play through objectives and how he approached it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's how you set up fucking... Um, uh, whatever the, objective. Yeah, whatever it, fucking it objective. Matter. Mainly yeah. the stupid blue ones. Right. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now we'll go into our first segment here. It's our tactics segment. We call Dodana's Schoolhouse. You're required to maneuver straight down this trench and skim the surface to this point. It's a small thermal exhaust port right below the main port. A small one-man fighter should be able to penetrate Princess Leia. All right, so we're in Dodonna's schoolhouse. We're in Papa Dodonna's schoolhouse, and he brought us in. Now we're going to talk about <clears throat> one of the main issues in our motto right now, one of the list archetypes that are out there that, uh, I mean, honestly, everybody fucking hates. It's the Riken slash Dodonna ace holes archetype. Which really is Gallant Haven, Yabaris, and then whatever. The whatever is going to be other transports. Yeah. Some guys call it the 2 plus 3, either 2 plus 4. An example of the list that we just faced here in Michigan 
one of the uh, flappy-headed Canadians came down and brought it. Um, it was a two plus four, I guess you call it. So the, the whole impetus of the list. And you're going to hear people say, like, oh, no, this is different, that's different, I, I got a different squad archetype. It's all bullshit. Yeah. It's all the same fucking thing. If you've got Gallenhaven, Yavaris, and a bunch of Rebel Aces, with you Jan have Ors. the list. Yeah. Yeah, well, Jan Ors, I don't even think Jan Ors is necessary. Ors. Oh, he didn't? It, he it's it's Gallenhaven oh. in, in a bunch of braces. The one However I, you get them doesn't matter. The one I played in Jan Ors. So. Okay, yeah, yeah, a lot of them. Yeah, most of them have, have braces. It's, it's, the key is a lot of braces in Gallenhaven, so you can't hurt the squads. And then Yavaris, so the, usually B-Wings can annihilate your ships. And most of the time, Gallenhaven is, or I mean, I'm sorry, not Gallenhaven, Adar Talon is uh, yeah, transported in there. Or he's there yeah. somewhere. He's Some, there somewhere. somewhere to uh, activate a B-Wing or what the new fad is, activate Cornhorn, yeah. get him in there, yeah. and then at the end of the turn, Cornhorn does a rogue thing and or, hits and or, or ten them if you have a lot of fighters to wipe all yours out like yeah. almost instantly. And if you were a baby seal and you fucking jumped all your fighters into that thing while they're next to Gallon Haven and he, he munched them up. That's that's the impetus of this list. So this list is really great at clubbing baby seals. Yep. And then for going against good players that know how to play against it, boring the shit out of you. With their squadron play and extra activations until your brains bleed out of your fucking ears and you don't want to play it anymore. Or you make dumb <laughs> and, mistakes. And you make yeah. a dumb mistake. And you go to time in round five. Yeah, you go to time in round five. And, yeah. and, and you, you know, you, you just had a lot, of, a ton of fun playing Armada. <laughs> yeah, just a it ton just, of fun. It really makes the game suck. Yeah, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a fun suck. It's a suck hole. Yeah, and, it's a, you know, and that's the big issue. It's like if this was just a really good list, but it was really fun like to play with and against... Then you know it wouldn't be as big of a deal, mm. but it just sucks, and it just makes the game not fun. And it's like I see, it's like oh, I should just go home. Now, as we take a huge shit upon this, and we dump tons of turds on it, <laughs> I will put this caveat out there. I understand why you bring it. Top tier tournaments, regionals, worlds. Me and Dane went to Worlds 2016. Um, I faced out of my five games, I faced four fucking ranking assholes at that time, and by the end of it, I wanted to blow my fucking brains out. Yeah. Um, yeah. I brought Akbar, by the way. Well, you know, so not necessarily saying that you suck, just that the list is not fun. Right? Yes, it's not right. fun to play against. Like and you're, you're not a piece of shit for doing it. No, you are absolutely not. Right? Yeah. But you're a piece of shit for doing it. Yeah. <laughs> the real key is it's time to stop. Yes, that's the that's the cue. So we're going into counters to the list. So we've got a whole setup how we want to do this podcast and this segment here in. Daddy Dodonna's schoolhouse. And we're going to try to tell people how to counter this list. Because there, there's counters. There's hard counters to this list. The number one hard counter being, don't fucking play the list. Don't fight the list. Don't engage it. Don't engage it. So if you yeah. see it sitting across from you and you, you your list is just like, fuck, I'm going to get chewed up. I'm going to get chewed up and he's going to spit me out. Because this list loves to club baby seals early on. And you're going to feed them. Yeah. And then these motherfuckers are going to get their 10 and they're 10, and then going into, if you're playing four rounds, you're just playing three, they've already separated themselves from the field, and they don't need big wins anymore. So if they actually run into a player that knows what they're doing, they can they can take that 6-5. The key is to see what you see what they have, and understand what you're getting into, and make them get a 6-5. Make yeah. them get a 6-5 in the first two rounds and say, did you enjoy your Armada experience? Did you enjoy coming to this tournament and bringing that? No. Well, don't fucking bring it anymore because nobody's going to play against it. 
That is yeah. the best hard yeah. counter you can do against this list is to not engage it. If you beat them on the bid, go second. Yep. Then and then turn your ship, and then you get the six, they get the five, turn your ships away, and play for the next round. And that's just a good... They're not that fast. You can run away from them. You can absolutely... Yeah, they can't go fast yeah. in speed, too. Because yeah. the B-wings get left behind. Yeah, even yeah. even with flight control, or uh, fighting coordination yeah. teams, even dragging them, if you start going fast the other way, they're not going to be able to drag those B-wings fast enough. And if they get greedy, maybe they'll open themselves up. Most of them don't. Because the Gallant Haven no. will still be... Yeah, fucking attach them like uh, like those fucking fish that attach to sharks and shit. Like, <laughs> Little parasites. Yeah, parasites yeah. that eat yeah. off the fucking gallon hammer. Yeah. Right. So that is the hardest counter you can do, and that's actually just a good bit of advice I can give anybody playing. If any you see a list or... in any tournament, period. If you see a list that looks like shit matchup for you, play for the six five and go to the next round and play something that would be better for you to play against. Because a 6-5 in a tournament is not going to kill you. No. It is not, and it will not bury you. Dang. In yes. Michigan Regionals last year, what happened to you in the first round? Yeah, in the Michigan Regionals the first round last year, I lost an 8-3. Then I played two Baby Seals and smacked them and <laughs> got two 10-1s and like an MOV of like 780. And I got second. Yeah, and I, was, yeah, I think, I think I was good. tied. And I think I lost on, um, oh, by like one point. You were down one, yeah. So, I mean, that's really close. I think you had the highest MOV. I think I did have the highest yeah. MOV. Yeah, it was ridiculous. It was nuts. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so you can lose a game, you know, and then still win. Yeah, or yeah. or not even lose. Take the 5-6. Take the 6-5. Yeah. And you can absolutely move on and do other things. And, the, and, and what, what we're trying to say here is make the list a pariah. If we make this list a pariah as a erotic community in general, However many people are listening to this fucking podcast anyway. And if you read the FFG forums, there's other people saying stuff out there that are pretty much in line with what we're saying. Oh, fucking 24, 20 threads of that. Yeah, yeah. oh, God, it's, it's mind-numbing. Yeah. I, I got about six pages in, and I'm like, all right, I, I can't do this anymore. I, I got other things to do. Yeah. <laughs> but I, not that I don't appreciate it, it's just I don't have the time to devote to all that. Um, if we, as a community, make it a pariah, then the guys that keep showing up with these lists... Are going to get anything done? Yeah, and they're going to yeah. get bored because they're going to be losing now. Yeah. If they get 15s and 18s and somewhere in between there at the end of a three round tournament, they're not going to win. They, yeah. It's not yeah. absolutely not no way. And you know, then they might start going back to the well. You know, I had three wins and I lost. That's bullshit. Like, well, I was undefeated. So that doesn't matter. You know how the tournament structure works. Yeah. If ever, you know, I don't want to play that list, so I won't. Um, now we should also talk about. Um, Things you can do if you do want to fight. Maybe you got a friend who's running and you just really want to kick his ass. Sure. In a yeah. casual game or something. I so, think it, it probably helps to go first. If it, you're if you're gonna try, because then you can you have at least a shot to do some stuff before they can do their triple tap shenanigans. Sure. It, it depends on what but kind of list you It would does. Have, it depends on um, heavily on that. So if we want to, you know I mean if even if you're running a Sloan list, it can it it can survive the Alpha Strike. It's built to withstand the Alpha Strike, especially a fighter. You're strike talking about coming Sloan attack. Like it. if Sloan's going in against it, you're going to commit all three, four, five of your activations, and you're going to take down one of his squadrons. Maybe Even six, maybe two. You can get to six, especially if they add bigs. Yeah, and there and there's other X wings with Jan. If they're running bigs in the YTs, yeah, forget it. It's you take down a. You take down one YT and you've committed all of your fighters. Yeah, and then, and then they will die in the next. That when he counterattacks, they're all yeah. Dead. Yeah. 
I mean, that, that list is designed to withstand the Alpha Strike. Yeah. So, and you, you can't attack the fighters if they're in Gallon Range, Gallon Haven Range. You just can't, it's just, it's a waste of time. So you got to kill Gallon Haven. You have to kill Gallon Haven. The only way to beat this list, to just go in and beat it, is to kill Gallon Haven first. Yes. And there's an argument on whether you should kill Yavaris first, but the good players will not, Yavaris will not be in a position to be attacked. Right. You buy yeah. anything you have that can kill it in that instance. In that in, in your L in yeah. your initial attack. Your initial attack. We'll call it the initial attack, right? So my list that I brought to Ohio Regionals and then Michigan Regionals, I think could do it, but against the guy we went against that uh, brought down his Canadian Royal Air Force, whatever, uh, he had six activations. Uh, yeah. with an Avenger boarding troopers, it will probably still die in that round. Because Gallant Haven and Yavaris can still activate that round and attack the shit out of that ISD and probably destroy it. So, you got to beat them on activations. A lot of these lists are actually just five activations. When you up the activations, it actually just makes it easier for them. It's almost like a handicap. They're like, that's a handicap for anybody in this game. Absolutely. The more you increase your own activations, the easier the game gets for you. Yeah. Just in general. Right yep. for this list, it it, it 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 fucking supercharges it, it magnifies it, right? So when you're going against a guy that has six activation, Riken Acehole, bullshit, fucking bore your fucking bore bore you to tears list, you have to have at least six activations going first yourself. And I and if it's an ISD Avenger, it can survive a Gavaris triple tap going in, right? Because you're they're going to get that last activation, they're going to hit you. Right? Mm -hmm. So you can survive that, but the next round, you better wax that Gallon Haven because you're not going to be physically able to get to the Avaris. And then you have to boogie, right? And then you got to follow it up with demo. Now, I mentioned my Michigan list. What I had was I had five, I only had five activations because apparently I'm a fool. Uh, I had two Gazani transports, both with slicers. Um, one had a suppressor. Uh, my ISD-1 was just a basic boarding trooper. I had Jerry. I brought Jerry, Jerjerod. Uh, it was Avenger, Jerjerod with DCM, and boarding troopers with leading shots for my rerolls, right? And I had another uh, Gazanti out there, and I had Demo. So the idea of my list is Avenger actually goes in first, Demo trails behind since the nerf, where he can't hit after um, engine techs, and Demo tries to clean up what Avenger can't do. If I would have engaged... If I, if I, and I didn't get to play him, but if I would have engaged uh, the Canadian guy that had the six activation lists, my Avenger would have probably died, and then I'd just start feeding him ships, right? And that's what people do when they start fucking up. You feed ships to somebody when you're already down. Because you start to scramble. You want to try and make up those points. You go into panic mode almost. It's like, oh shit, I have to, I have to start taking down, his taking down his ships, get that MOV back, but really you're just... You're just feeding them. You're just and feeding that, them points that's to make a strategy it worse. that really goes for every single game. I mean, once you realize you've lost, you got to bug out. Yes, and yeah. just stop feeding the other guys ships. I mean, there's always that point in that yeah. game, yeah. Um, and you got to know when to do it. It just comes with experience for the most part. But yes, if you don't think you can win the engagement at all, then don't do it at all. I think is more what we're getting at here. Yes. Uh, Back to what we said in the beginning. What I said in the beginning of this, and everybody here concurs with: don't engage his fleet. Just Fuck off and say fuck it. Now, if I had six activations in my list, I think I could have done it. I could have at least got Gallon Haven and Boogie. Now, there are other list archetypes that could probably do it, 
But then you start to get too specialized in defeating this one type of list, which not a ton of people bring around. We were talking about this before the podcast, and here in Michigan, the uh, Metro Detroit region... Nobody does it. Nobody yeah. fucking does it, because <laughs> mainly myself and Dane and whoever else have made it a pariah <laughs> here, and we'll fucking berate you if you bring this <laughs> fucking list to bring. Which Nobody honestly, wants to play it. Yeah, and, and this is what the good players in every community should be doing. Yeah, the, yeah. the bullshit stuff that makes the game less fun, you should be not using it, A. Be a leader. And, be a leader and come up with something new or different that you want to try out. And, you know, instead of just beating up on people who are not as good at you, like that, <laughs> that's not that fun. Yeah. Um, but, you know, and, and berate the people that start doing bullshit stuff that's, you know, just beating up on people. Yeah. And it, it, we don't have this problem here. Nobody runs no. this thing because we just make fun of them yeah. the whole tournament. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it stopped. <laughs> like yeah, we don't yeah. see it anymore. We don't, we don't deal with it. We much. haven't seen it in a long time. Which is why we were kind of surprised at, at Michigan Regionals when we saw so much of it. Because we thought it had kind of gone away after the, the, the Riken nerf. Even though we all figured out that the Riken nerf didn't really hurt this list at all. Yeah. No. No. All it did was give them like 12 more points to use. Because they just switched out. Because yeah. yeah. you realize that... And Dodonna's just as good. It's not better. It's not I mean, better. As tough as the list is, Riken, you don't even need. Yeah. No, no, no. It's, it's so hard to kill it anyway. I mean, with the Donna, with all the bombers hitting my ISD, I played one at the regional, and he just he picked everything he needed to, like, oh, there's your shields, there's, you know, the structural. and Yeah. and it's, It adds damage so much faster. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, there's a couple other things you can try to use against it. Um, you know, we did want to talk about some counters you can bring that are viable. Um but it, with the caveat is, if you focus too much on defeating this list, you very easily make yourself susceptible to be being beat by regular lists yeah, that, are com- that are coming out. So there's there's a real fucking tightrope you got to walk here, right? Absolutely. But there are a few things you can use. Um, like, for instance, you know, the uh, what we, we around here tend to call token fucking lists. Yeah. Which is where you oh, use I love, strategic... I love, I love token fucking Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, God, it's so Sometimes you get us fucking tokens. Dude, you just fucking, you just go after yeah. it. Yeah, you, you get it. But, you like, lots of them, too. You no, you don't stop. No, you, you never stop. Just keep going. Um, so, but what, what we mean by token fucking is something usually with strategic that's going to move victory, not victory tokens, but those are objective tokens, right? Objective yeah. tokens. Yeah. Move objective tokens around the board where you're using objectives like sensor net or fire lanes. Well, that's the two. Uh, I mean, that's the main one. Those ones. are the two you use. Yeah. And that's the two you use. The, the, the flip side of this, and those can be very good at fighting this, this ace holes archetype because you can run away and still score victory points. Yeah. Unlike any other type of objective where when you're running away, you're not scoring anything and you're getting a 6-5. So, there is a caveat that we're about caveat. to get into. <laughs> that we're about yeah. to get into. So, the Reagan Ace Holes, and we're just going to keep calling it Reagan Ace Holes, because that's, I mean, that was the initial name. Yeah. But it's essentially Galenhaven, Yavaris, and whatever. Yeah. They, these guys have gotten smart to that, right? So, they add a couple VCXs in there. Yeah. So, especially, you want to go second. So, you even bid to go second. You go second. So, and I learned this the hard way in re- at Worlds last worlds so late 2016 worlds is that they will steal your fucking tokens on the first activation so what they do is they fct up with your virus which pushes up their two vcx's and then they activate them and they can reach your sensor net tokens this is for sensor net fire lanes they can reach it without doing any of that yeah because they move it the two away within two from the four that you place 
and they will always be in the VCX's ranges, or even Lambdas, but really it's VCX's. Yeah, typically. Um, yeah. And then they yank those back. Fire lanes fucks you hard. Okay, sensor net, they can reach your sensor net tokens on the first turn, going first, with FCT, Yavaris moving up, VCX's move, grab those tokens and yank them back. And then sensor net starts working against you. Yeah. So and then if you see that they have VCXs and you've got this token fucking list, you have to go first and just take the six five. Yep. And understand you're going to take the five because if you go you go second, they're going to pick that. They're going to take those from you, and you're going to lose at least probably an eight, if not worse. If not worse, yeah. yeah if not much worse, yeah. Because then you're going to get desperate if you're if you, you start panicking and you're going to try to move in and destroy stuff, and it's not going to happen. Yeah. yeah. So another, the other options that, that I've kind of come up with, and I you know I haven't tested a lot of these, but it's just you know kind of ideas, is you could do something you know like, like an Akbar kind of kiting list. I ran a list similar to this at regionals. Um, I did run into a similar version of the Ace Holes list. He did not have Gallant Haven, so I, I think that actually makes it a lot better. Um, he had two Peltas. And he had a lot of FCT moving around, so he was able to move viewings really far. Um, but I, you know, against the standard one, I think it could work a little better, where you can just kind of ping and you keep shooting pot shots at Gallant Haven from long range. Because if they get out of the long range from their ships, it's difficult for them to continue to activate them and to really do anything to you. Especially um, just, with Rebel Bombers. Cause exactly, because they're slow. At and, best, they're what, speed three? Right, yeah, exactly. So, um, although this, this list I played against, um, he had... We have the Lancers. He had boosted comms and FCTs oh. on two Peltas and Yavara, so he was moving things all over the place. So the B-Wings were really moving like speed four. Yeah, and sometimes more because... Well, yeah, no, because the FCTs so are like, almost like a speed six. Yeah, I mean, he was just, they were just boogieing all across the place. And I was going speed three trying to run away, but he could catch me. That's actually uh, fucking pretty baller. It actually that's crazy. It was that's a really, pretty, really cool. That's really cool, actually. It was really cool. He, yeah. he whooped my ass. Um, <laughs> but his was not. His was the not the bullshit list. It, it, it was, yeah, you can beat different. his list. You can get in there and bang with his squadrons. Yeah. I didn't have the kind of squadron that could do that, but that that happens. Sure. You know, if you had a Sloan list, you could get in there and fight with him. Yeah. You had a ton of fighters, too. And it wouldn't be like bullshit where you can't hurt them. Um, the last thing I came up with. And I don't even know if this will work, but I think it will. <laughs> Theory always works. I mean, well, let's let's put it this way: it can definitely maybe work. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it, 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 two decaps, disposable capacitor VSDs. You can stop right there. We've already beat it. We're done. We've beaten Reich and Asos. Exactly. <laughs> it's done. Well, and then a bunch of bombers. Yeah, Armada's an excellent game until you got to roll dice. Exactly. Yeah. It's, well, exactly. Works until you roll dice. Theoretically, that's a lot of firepower you can hit with at long range. You've got Rhymer in there. You can get your fighters, you know, close range to Gallant Haven, and hopefully, if you can, you know, fire two activations worth of bombers and VSD front arcs with the blue dice at long range, you might be able to kill Gallant Haven before it hits you. Mm. Which then you could either try and run away, and you know having gotten Gallant Haven, or fight with it then, and you know because obviously you have, you have a lot more ship firepower and hull than he does at that point. Um, but can your fighters hang with his at that point? Probably not. I don't know. I, I it, it could work, and I, I need to test it. Sure, yeah. but um, those are kind of the options I came up with for lists that can still be sort of viable in a tournament while still countering this list. The one thing I was toying with, I again, haven't tried it yet, was something because they're so, the way they fly, they want to keep 
grouped together, and they need to go slow-ish. They're on the slower side of the spectrum. Could you send almost like a, an MSU when you split it up and flank him, two through the flotillas almost, only and work your way? Only if you have him out activated. That'd be the only okay. Because they fly it in a very. They, they even fly the flotillas in a formation yeah. that creates like a cage around everything. And the problem is that MSU list is have a really hard time killing flotillas. Unless it's specially designed Unless to do that. A, In which and case, then, and then that's all you can do. Too specialized. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, and you just fall back into that trap again. I yeah. think now you could maybe take an MSU list and take a lot of shots at Gallant Haven from long range. Again, kind of the same thing as the Akbar thing, but I yeah. don't think that will work as well. Maybe like a CR90 Swarm or right. Architects. Or like something, um, a guy that's not here tonight, who's also part of our podcast, Tristan. Who brought to this regionals? He did a cute little thing where he had decaps on a Raider two with overload pulse. Yep. Yes, with an Avenger ISD two. So if he can pop things from long range with that sucker, and then if he gets the overload pulse off, and then Avenger starts popping shit from long range or medium range, really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. a way you could do it. Yeah, because an ISB can take one round of the fighters. Just yeah, one. well, as like you just one, not a round, like one half of it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, right. Right. Yeah. It can't take one round of a Yavaris triple tap with Adar Talon in there. So and all those fighters. Guys. Yeah, it's not just the bombers too. The ships can shoot. Yeah, which is secondary to that list, but they do throw some dice that will be. Probably just enough to get you. Yeah, when it's almost just like another fighter. Like, it, yeah. it's the kind of dice they're throwing It's at just you, you're burning but, through more defense. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, when it's just so if hard. If you to have use. any fucking left, anyways. Yeah, if you do, yeah. Um, all right. Well, I mean, what else did we want to go over with uh, with this this list? Covered all the big stuff, really. The, the main point is just turn tail and... Fuck it. Play. Yeah, and that, that's the main point is is you gotta berate the people that run it. <laughs> um, really tell them that they're that they're assholes. Yeah. You <laughs> are uh, a living piece of shit. Yeah, like, <laughs> as a person that they they suck. Right. Go play um, X Wing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go play X Wing. Go play fucking X Wing. Get out of our game. Yeah. Um Yeah, and so berate the people and run away. <laughs> like a like a little bitch. What one one thing I will add is if you are in this position, and I was in this position at the at Gen Con, um, and I played. Uh, his name's Justin. He's out of Texas. Uh, I'm not sure where in Texas. I think Dallas or Houston or something like that. Really great guy. I got nothing bad to say about Justin. He's a good dude. Um, he he's been running this a long time. Uh, I know other people claim to have like started it or archetype whatever. He's the first one I was aware of. Like when I went to Worlds, the first Worlds in 2016, he was there and he was, he's been top four Worlds both years. He's very good. I mean, this motherfucker knows that list inside and out. He probably runs in a coma. Um, I mean, I think he's the reason everybody started running it. I, mean, I think so. him running it at I believe Worlds. So. Yes. He lost to JJ. JJ, yeah. Um, but they saw the, you know, the, the strength of his list, and that, yeah. that's when it really yeah. became really popular. And then we yes. got the Corellian campaign that gave you which all gave the, you, gave all the which made this fucking list bombers. even worse. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. Nora makes Nora, those B-wings. And, ten. And ten, ten is yeah. huge with it. Ten yeah. is a, yeah. Yeah, the Corellian conflict is really what made this totally... More insufferable. Yeah. It made yeah. it more yeah. insufferable. So anyway, so 
when I played Justin, we both had the same bid, so we flipped, and uh, he won the bid, and he chose, I believe he won the bid, if I recall correct, and he chose to go second, so I'm like, all right. So when you look at this list, a lot of the times, they have most wanted as their red objective in there. Now, most wanted just benefits their ships, right? And honestly, their ships are not the impetus of this list. So there's honestly, there's really no reason to be that scared of their red objective. So myself, personally, I was running that bar token fucking list, and I'm like, well, his he had to, he had like a couple VCXs. I'm like I'm not choosing any of that shit. I'm like I'll take your most wanted because I'm not that scared of an extra dice from an unmodified dice roll from Gallant Haven and Yavaris anyways. Like yeah, it's not great, but if I'm just taking that and not hits from the his bombers, then I'm gonna fuck about that. That's fine. You, I, you still have to run away though. Yeah, I go well. That's what I did. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying I like stood up and fought because I can't. Yeah, no, because when you. The key with most wanted in that list is not that you get extra dice. Right. It's that when you kill it, you get double points. Right. And he's yeah. going to put it on my MC80 super death level right. that I have. And so, and then so I just, uh, you know, said, fuck it. And then I started flying away. And then we were both like, I'm like, are you going to turn into me? <laughs> he's like, no. I'm not going to fly my Gallon Haven into Death Pickle. I'm like, well, I'm not turning into your Bobber Swarm. And you just circled the call, Toilet of Doom. No, well, we just <laughs> called it in round two and said, fuck it. I'll give you the six. I take the five. We're good. He's like, yep. And we called it. And that was the best game of our mind, I think I might have ever had. <laughs> I did the same thing Gen Con with uh, Jeff Burling, who ended up winning Gen Con. Yeah. And I beat him, kind of. But I mean, we only played round one because I, I had the... The pel a Pelta with some VCXs, and I grabbed two of his Firelings tokens, and we were like, he's like, all right, well, you've got those two. I'm not going over there. I've got this one. You want to just, yeah. So yeah. that was it. It was really nice. It was really nice. <laughs> <laughs> we took a break. Yeah. And that's how you play that list. Go get some food, rest yeah. up for the next game. Oh, yeah, we walked exactly. around, we bullshitted, we watched the rest of the games. So it was great. Because not, get, not getting fatigued is a big thing. It is. It's like getting a bye. Yeah. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Sort of. All right, so I think we're done with that portion. You guys, yeah? Yeah. yeah. yeah All right, so let's move on to our next uh, topic, which we got is a current event segment, which we finally call uh, Mama Mothma's Glory Hole. The Emperor's made a critical error, and the time for our attack has come. I'm gonna blow my load at the Glory Hole. Blow my load at the Glory Hole. Blow my Here we are. We're in Mama's booth, staring into the glory hole. Get careful. You don't know what's coming out of that motherfucker. <laughs> you gotta be real careful. Watch your eyeballs. That's right. That's how you get a black eye. You get too close to that glory hole. <laughs> or a white eye. Or a white I mean, it really just depends. <laughs> and you, got an eye? you don't yeah. want to get your eye near the glory hole. <laughs> no, it's probably gonna be red and maybe a little infected. Yeah, infected. Yeah, definitely. Pulsating. Yeah. I mean, we're a ragtag group of rebels. So. <laughs> right. Yeah, they're pretty bad. We're not picky with Yeah, we let anyone in. Bleach was not in the budget. No. <laughs> bleach is cheap, too. Like, yeah, it's a it fucking is. bottle like, well, diluted with some water, and you we, just spray the area down. We needed to buy laser ammo. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mama, but yeah, get to work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> pew, pew, if you know what I mean. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> the credits ain't going to make themselves. That's right. <laughs> All right, so we're in our current events segment, and the current events is... Wave 7! Oh my god! Where's Wave 7? Uh, Whenever it'll get here. Uh, I yeah, have yeah, here. Yeah. heard about it. Yeah. So What we're going to do is go over the uh, upgrades and ships that we know about. We're not going to try to speculate too much. Because yeah. we don't know. And 
we're essentially just going to rip this off from IFF where uh, Matt is going to read through the upgrades and we're all going to comment on it. Um, IFF shout out. Yep. And um, we are going to give comments on it, but with, and I feel like I've used this word a few times, but we're going to give the caveat that we don't know all the upgrades and everything about the ships yet. So there could be things we say about an upgrade now that could be stupid when we see the new upgrades and makes more sense. Right? Right, yeah. Because, yeah. we, you know, we don't know. Obviously, things work together different ways. We don't know all the different ways. Right. So, so we're going to talk about this just to what we know. We're just going to try to speak to what we're aware of. First impressions. And First impressions. We're not going to try and read the six like, letters on the side of a car upgrade card to figure out what it says. Yeah, and I'm not even going to do it. Spoiler yeah. alert, none of us are playtesters. Sorry, guys. <laughs> none of us playtest. We haven't playtested any of this. We don't have any inside information. We're not going to be able to bullshit our way through this be like, oh, I think this says this. No, it says this. We're not going to do any of that. So, without further ado, Matt, take it away. All right, we're going to start with the Rebels because apparently... If the Imperials are good at one thing, it's censoring shit. We only have two upgrades for the Rebels that have been spoiled so far. So, uh, first, we're going to get into uh, what happens when you cross a bulldog with a shrimp, which is Admiral Raddus. Awesome. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Nice. Yeah, nice bring it. So, uh, hell is the best part. It's a hot take. So, he is 26 points. He reads as, before deploying fleets, you may set aside one other friendly ship. At the start of any round, you may deploy that ship at distance one of a friendly ship. That ship cannot be deployed overlapping squadrons and cannot be the first ship to activate that round. So at 26 points, that puts him in. He is uh, tied with Kraken at the number three spot for cheapest Rebel Admirals behind Adana and Garm. Mm. My, if my first initial glance of this is that it sucks. Yeah. I feel like it's um, it's gonna be really fun. Yes, but like in a competitive scene, I don't think. I mean, I don't know. It, someone might figure some shit out that works amazing that you know we just haven't seen yet. It, yeah, but I just feel like in a competitive scene, it's not gonna be as good. But if you're just playing, you know, on your normal weekly meetup, it'll be fun as hell. Um, I think it'll be really cool to take in campaign games, the Karelian campaign. campaign. Absolutely. Um, oh, yeah. And I hope yeah. everybody's doing that, by the way, because I know around here in Michigan we've done like five of them already. Yeah. And it's a blast every time. Yeah, everybody should be playing the, the Karelian campaign. Yeah. Um, if you're not, do it. Um, the, the, the one difference between this, I mean, this is obviously immediately going to be compared to Hyperspace Assault. Yeah. It's very similar. And at the beginning of a round, you're getting to deploy a ship wherever you want. The big difference between this and, and, and Hyperspace Assault is you can be going first still. Yeah. The reason Hyperspace Assault is a worthless and terrible objective <laughs> in, in most scenarios sure. is that you're going to deploy this thing all set up, and then they're just going to move the ship you were planning on shooting. You know, so, whereas with this, it doesn't, you, know, you don't have to be going second. I, I would, you know, if Radis becomes a competitive thing, it's going to be in lists that have a large bid. And it's definitely going to be, you know, probably MC30s. Although what's interesting about this is you can deploy a large ship with this, so you might be able to drop, you know. The thing is, though, you, he has to be on a, he has to be on a ship already. He has to be in the play area, so you right. can't have him on a flotilla. You can't have the BT Avenger with four, or well, 
Yeah, you can't wrong, that wrong, wrong side. You can't do that anyways. You could you can't have your four flotillas and your pickle of doom that you're gonna yeah. just drop in. I mean the yeah. the most likely thing being dropped in this situation is always going to be an MC thirty. Yeah. And that's the, the the easiest, simplest, quickest answer that's gonna be really good to drop in and then it can boogie away. Um which so it may yeah, end the, up being really The strong. issue is, though, is you can't activate that first that round. Yes, you can. No, no, that. you cannot. No, right, right. In the, it cannot be the first ship to activate that round. Very oh, last. Oh, but words. never mind. All yeah. that stuff I just said it doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> this sucks just as much as the <laughs> Fucking flush. Okay, rewind what you just heard and delete all the Dane parts. Yeah, <laughs> delete yeah. all the Dane parts. Act like Dane never spoke. Right, because everything <laughs> I said is, is wrong. And yeah, he sucks. I will take it. I mean, so we can go around and say yay or nay, <laughs> like we stole from the uh, Flesh Star Destroyer here. Right. We stole one of their fleshy computers. Yeah. We and did. now we're operating it. Yeah. And Blatant. Yeah. 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 Come at us. We, we just hooked it up to our our rim. The rim. That's the outer rim job. The outer rim. Yeah. yeah. And uh, you know, uh, connected uh, it with uh, uh, <laughs> slower. <laughs> at least look at me while you do it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I honestly, I personally think Radis could be good. I will take the opposite view. I think Radis could be good because it, uh, he, it says before deploying fleet. So he could actually do it in the first round before the first round starts. You don't have to do like the cute thing where you wait till later and try to maneuver, right? Hmm. So if you're out activated severely, your main ship you want to bring in could still be placed last. Pretty much, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you can place it outside the play area. Well, outside the deployment that, area. Does that say in deployment area? Well, the play area isn't the play area. The yeah. Play because it's distance. No, you meant... I, I'm sorry, yeah. deployment. Yeah. yeah. Yes, I, I said the wrong thing. Yeah, no. Yeah, you can definitely do it. You would definitely be able to deploy. So you can deploy it even outside the, de the deployment area before the game starts. I think That's that could be point. a big thing. That might be the best time to use it. I mean... And bring the death pickle in then... Right, have a and then it's exactly where you want it on the board without having to have worry about the, the uh, a deployment disadvantage. But Maybe. it's got to be in distance one of the ship. Right. So the so the, yeah. the CR ninety you got sitting, place it all the way at the fucking edge. Place two CR nineties on each edge, and then they don't know which side you're going to yeah, put that radius on. It's it's yeah, a friendly it's a whipped on the ship it's a friendly ship it doesn't say no no I don't ship. mean Radis I'm sorry the ship you're bringing in yeah they right. don't know the ship you're bringing in no well no yeah they do you have to set aside a friendly sh a ship a it's ship. against any ship it doesn't have to be against Radis's ship though right you you can deploy from any ship from yeah it doesn't have to be oh, Radis's oh you're, ship. Right. Have to be sorry, you're ship. right you're right okay. So uh, you're, you're really flubbing on this fucking I, segment. I know. Man. I need to read it. Start <laughs> <laughs> talking about it. Um, so you can put two CR90s on each edge, or 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 transports. It doesn't yeah. matter the ship. Yeah. yeah. Right. Radis has to be in the play area, so maybe he's on the CR90. If yeah. you're like trying to do a death pickle or an MC80 uh, Liberty type ship, or maybe a profundity, or a fucking profundity, which I think profundity is going to be fucking baller shit. So, yeah. and then put ships on the outermost edges and then they don't know where your main ship's coming in and you can bring that bitch in before the game even starts. That's a good and you've point. you've already deplo yeah. out deployed that motherfucker. 
Yeah, I mean, it may be a really nice thing for like an Akbar list too. Well, I guess you can't do an Akbar; you can't use two admirals. But you know, someone that's <laughs> trying to compete is my point. I think for the rest of the segment, you should just keep saying the things aren't that aren't true. I should just I continue. Should always say things you can't do, <laughs> and we'll act like it's wish. true, and then people will just be confused as fuck. Yeah, people <laughs> oh, you can do this. You did. Dane, Dane said it. Yeah, yeah. The fucking Dane doesn't read the rules. The so fucking butt tongue guy just said it. <laughs> is it not true? And then watch nerds fucking argue with each other over a fucking plastic spaceship. Yeah, that, that sounds great. That's exactly what I'm trying. He's to do. a little distracted. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Dane's just a little distracted because he's actually getting an outer rim job right now. <laughs> right, yeah, he's yeah. busy. It's yeah. really nice. Yeah, we, we have one of the most relaxing things you can do, to be honest. We have Twi'lek slaves that just <laughs> service us as we do this podcast. Yep. <laughs> oh, God, if only that were true. <laughs> All right, so yay or nay? I'm a yay on Radis. I think Radis could be cool. And I'm I think a strong could, nay. And I honestly think he could be competitive. I'm a nay. Nay. I'll, I'll wait and see. No, You're so fucking. I am on. Okay, fuck. Yay. There you go. That's, that, two, ba- two. Basically, That's for the reasons that you said, I'm, there's no need to repeat all that. Thank you. Just deployment advantage. Thank you. Yeah. All right, next thing. So, uh, then we have the profundity title for the MC75. Mm. Whenever it comes out, this is uh, seven points. Uh, before deploying fleets, you may set aside one small ship with a command value of one. So, no MC30s. At the start of any round, you may deploy the set-aside ship at distance one. You may unequip up to one officer and one admiral upgrade cards and equip them to it, if able. All right, well, I guess I'll, I'll start on this guy here. Um, what I think this is maybe really cool for, I don't know if this is something you're going to be able to use very aggressively. Because you you know it's got to be a command value of one. So, what so it's, it's, are we it's essentially about? like Hammerhead CR nineties. Um, yeah, that's it, right? Now well, this Dilla. one you can yeah, do the thing I was, that wondering I was talking about, that. about with like, you can't do with Radis where you can drop them and then immediately activate them first. So <laughs> you could do that with say a Hammerhead to maybe get a quick face up card on them with an APT or something like that. Um, but I think what this is really going to be good for, mostly usable for, is to escape with your admiral. Yeah. If you've got a ship, you know, your your flagship, you want to put your admiral on the flagship, but you you know, you're about to blow up, you can take an officer, maybe it's Torn Far, for instance, or someone that's important to your list, or even just to save the points mm. and put them on a you know a, a CR ninety or Yeah, because I mean, you know, thirty points is a lot. Well yeah, for, well, exactly. for an admiral, yeah. like that's that's and, like well, and huge. You, you know, you won't lose the admiral. Yeah, that's what if a... that admiral is Akbar and you need that extra firepower? Yeah, and you're going to lose your your profundity, especially for a CR ninety Akbar swarm. Exactly. Really so instead of using the you know the death pickle, you use the the de- death pickle with a I don't know a dick sticking out of the bottom. Yeah, it looks like <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's like the head of a shaft. Yeah, yeah. So, but you know, it's so similar, but different, I guess. Um, but anyways, you could <laughs> run away with with Akbar and whatever you know officer is on there. Maybe it's I don't know. Who cares what it is? It doesn't matter. You're saving points and keeping your admiral. I think that's what this is for. Hmm. And so, then you can just boogie. Is you can deploy it. And you, when you deploy, you set your speed. So you can d- drop that CR90 at speed four, aiming in the exact direction you want to go, which means you're going to be able to get out of the way yeah. for the most part. unless, Especially if you're going first, then definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, he mentioned like flotillas, using flotillas for it. Would that let you supersede the rule of having no admirals on flotillas, no commanders? No. 
I would say no. You I don't would think say so? No, well, because the cards, isn't the rule that the card text always supersedes the rules? Yes. Because you're not starting the match with your uh, your commander on a flotilla. Yeah, oh, God, you, know, right. you might be right. <laughs> oh, God, Brad, why did you do this? So well, we got lifeboats. Uh, we'll we'll, God, we'll go and hash it out on the forums, and this time next year, <laughs> FFG will finally give us a fact on how yeah, it yeah, actually got it. will confusing you know, and not clear. <laughs> so you, think, it, you think it'll be the, this time next year? The raw rules as written. Well, if it comes out in like February. Rules as intended. Yeah, the raw or the raw. Ten rise. months. Right. 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 All right. Well, okay. This is this is getting stupid. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> this is important. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, rules is intended. I would say no. If you're not supposed to be able to put it on a flotilla, but his rules is written. Brian, I think is right. I think he's probably right. This may let you put it on. Although, and that's just gonna. Although I say it's just gonna create more flotilla bullshit. Yeah. It but it doesn't really. You have to have profundity. You to have do to it. have a large base. So you already and like ship. what was the? You gotta have an MC seventy five to do it. Ninety ish right. points. So that's not as that's fine. Yeah. And you have to give up an activation until then. Yeah. Which is I mean maybe you're gonna do it in this case maybe you're gonna do it right away just lifeboat them out. Just dump way. it round one. Um, I have a feeling this will be FAQ'd, so you can't do that. Even though I think rules as written, you're right, Brian. It it should let you. Yeah. Rules as intended, I think, are definitely not to be able to do I that. think it would be better to do it with, like, Akbar or something on a CR-90, though. Yeah. And I think that's cool, to be yeah. able to, you know, have Akbar hit the escape pod and boogie. Yeah. Well, that's what this is from. It's from the movie. It's well, exactly. Rogue One, where well, they, yeah. where they, they CR-90 in there. And they... Something else that might be good, though, is to use a flotilla as a blocker. Just when you get someone in a good position, a really good point. dump your flotilla out, and then they can't move past that flotilla. When, when demo's coming, yeah. you can yeah. drop a flotilla just in the way. Yep. Oh, right shit. where you should. <laughs> that's a good idea. And like you, because then you, because it's a physical blocker. Yeah. It's yeah. hard to guess where that's going to be. The yeah. other thing, I actually ran into a situation like this in uh, in Michigan Regionals with a playing uh, a friend of ours, and he ran a flotilla into the front of his star destroyer so it wouldn't drive into. My like little kill box. Yeah, I, I don't know if he did it on purpose, but it worked <laughs> Let's really great. Let's, Let's just say he did. Let's say he did it. Yeah. Let's say he did it on purpose. You could do that too. Yeah. Like, hey, I don't want to move anymore, yeah. but wow. yep. I need to stop, but I can't go to speed zero because I'm going to be shot. Drop a flotilla in front, and okay, you lose 18 points. Yeah, who gives a, who shit. Gives a shit? Yeah. yeah. Because it doesn't say you have to put them on there, right? Does it say must? It says you may. You may. Okay, so you don't yeah. have to. Yeah. Cool. Oh, wait. It says if able. On your uh, thing, it says if able. It wouldn't say that if there was a reason if you wouldn't be able. Oh, for putting an ad or a commander? Oh, okay. I bet, I bet that covers it. It would also cover if that ship has an, has an officer on it already. Yeah. But. Or a slot for it. Yeah, well, every ship has yeah. a slot for an officer and an but, admiral. Yeah. yeah, that was stupid. I don't know why I said that. Yeah. It was my turn to get distracted by my... Yeah, <laughs> it's fine. I actually was paying attention when Matt read this card. <laughs> that's the big difference. Key. That's key. Yeah, it's so. key. All right, so yay or nay on... I'm yay on Profundity. I don't know that I'll use it a lot, but I like it. I feel like it might... I don't know about auto-include, but if you're going to run an MC-75, it, it might be up there on something you, you're going to want to take. Yay. Yay. Brian. Yeah, I like it. It seems cool. I'm going to say nay, at least until we see what the 75 is. Yeah. Because it's, 
it has to be on that thing, and we don't have any. Well, we have a little bit of an idea of what idea. it'll be. But yeah, the firing arcs and dice. That's all. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. I guess maybe that's the next thing we should go over here, right? Is the firing arcs and dice, right? Yeah. All right, Matt. Let's yep. let's get right to the MC seventy five itself. So the MC seventy five, it's got it's a large base. It starts the the front arc is four shields and. Three black, three black, two blue. On one we've got here. Yeah, I'm pulling it up too. Yeah, yeah if yeah, if you yeah, I've got a much better, better picture it's... here. Um, so yeah, out of the front arc, and it's it, the front arc is not the same as like an MC80 where it goes all the way to the corners. It's back a little bit, almost like a star destroyer. Yeah, almost, almost like, like an ISG. It's a little severe. narrower though. It's narrower, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's almost like a. It, this almost reminds me. Well, it's almost like a CR90, but it's shorter a little bit. When I look at this. I think double arcs. I, I could set up a lot of double arcs with this fucker. Yes, absolutely. It, would be easy, it wouldn't be difficult. To it's do. definitely a ship you're going to be able to double arc with easily. Yeah. And it, you know, this is an what I like about this ship. We didn't finish talking about it on the sides. Uh, you've got three reds, two blues, three shields. The rear red and a blue with I think that's three shields. It could be a two. It's hard to tell. Um, the AA is a black and a blue, and I think it's nine. That's for that version of the ship, yeah. For this version of the ship, we don't know what the other version is going to be like. Um, what I really like about this ship is it really is nice for the front of, a, of like an Akbar gun line. Because when they come at the front, it's a lot tougher up there. Yep. And yeah. you know, it's got some, some punch back. Mm-hmm. You know, whereas you get in the front of a regular MC-80, it's, I'm not scared of it. Right. Whereas this, three blacks, two blues, that can do some work. Does it have blacks on the sides? It does not. No. So do you think there's going to be an ordinance expert slot on this? Mm-hmm. I, who knows? Um, maybe? Just for the front? Yeah, that's the thing. I don't know. Well, you can uh, I mean, it's, 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 it's got blue, black, AA on at least the, the one side so of the car. We also don't know what the other version of it is. Yeah, the, the other, other side might, might be different. more black dice. True. Yeah, and, true. you know, who knows? Yeah. Does it say a two or a one on there or anything that says something definitive? I think it says MC75. I think it says Mark II Cruiser. So if the Mark One, generally in Armada, the Mark II thing is longer, longer range. Longer range. range. Yeah. So maybe those sides will be blue blacks then? Oh, God. It might be. I would I would bet it would be red blacks. If this fucker is speed three, man, oh, boy. I hope it's speed three. I mean, or at least you can put engine techs on it. Um, I mean, I got to assume this thing is going to have some squadron value of probably three at least. Well, I know. Who knows? I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? All right, we're, we're starting yeah, to... Uh, we're starting to speculate. Yeah, starting we don't speculate know. Too hard. I'm sure it'll be 100 points-ish. It's got to be at least 100 points. What are the odds that it's uh, two command ship? Low. Zero. <laughs> uh, is there anything in Armada that's a large base ship? Relent- not yeah, safe? just relentless. Just relent- but that's an upgrade. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's it. Yeah. So, no, there's no way. All right. No. There could be an, a title similar to Relentless. I mean, there's going to be more titles in Profundity. I would hope so. I think all Hopefully. large base ships come with three titles. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, there should be two more. Um, are there any other. Rebel-specific Rebel upgrades that have been spoiled? No, that... I mean, there, there have been people trying to figure out... Yeah, but I don't... There, there, there was a card spread, and people were... Well, the, the, the on Bail the Spanish Organa side. one, which would be the yeah. opposite of the 
uh, what director? What's what's the broad's name? The Price, Governor yeah, Price. Governor we'll Price. get to her in a second. Yeah. So all right. Let's, so let's. Uh, all right, Matt, drive it. So uh, the one everyone's really excited about, Grand Admiral Thrawn, blue skin son of a bitch, is making an appearance. He's. Uh, oh yeah, a little bit. Uh, so he's a thirty. <laughs> it's the glowing eyes, right? That's what does it for you. Well, it's I mean. And the tweet likes licking your asshole. <laughs> yeah. I like that. At the same time. <laughs> right. Let's see. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. So uh, he comes in at 32 points, and uh, he reads as after deploying fleets, place three face-down commandos on this card. At the start of each ship phase, you may reveal and discard one of those dials. If you do, until the end of the round, before each friendly ship activates... It gains one additional dial, matching that discarded dial. Goodbye, Admiral Tarkin. Yeah, he's so he's 32 yeah. points. The only two who are more expensive are Vader at 36 and Tarkin at 38. And so, yeah. for six points, yeah, who's going to play Tarkin? So, if anybody's still playing Tarkin in the competitive scene, by the way. Which I haven't seen in a long time. I haven't seen it in a long time, man. I haven't seen it. I don't know if I've ever seen it. Have I seen it ever? I don't yeah, know. I don't know that I've ever seen it in a Tarkin. Now, in the Krillin campaign... You got points you could use there. Sure. Yeah, yeah fucking target yeah. it up, man. Um, and I don't think Target's a bad animal, but the thing is, like, what, especially once Comsnet came out, he's just flotillas, so, so expensive. He's too yeah. expensive, and, like, Comsnet Flotilla's kind of killed him a bit, too. Yeah, I mean, a Comsnet Flotilla is ch- a lot cheaper than him. And it's more versatile. Yeah, well, and it, it gives you an activation. It does more. It, it just does yeah. more in general. Yeah. Um, and then Target coming along here, I mean, that's that's pretty sweet. What he does, yeah. it's gonna take some fucking brain power. He's not gonna be a plug and play guy. You're talking about Thrawn. Thrawn. I'm sorry. Yeah, Thrawn. it's cool. You know, the one thing that I like about Thrawn is he's incredibly versatile. I don't think he'll he'll ever be bad. Like you could suck at the game, and Thrawn will be good no matter what. There's yeah, not a way to that. misuse him. That's another hot take right there. I like that. That's a hot take. Yeah. 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 Right, but, give it to me. Come on, uh, two both lasers. Yeah, getting me excited. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, obviously, if you're if you're smart and you plan ahead, he just gets better. Like he he he'll always be good, but he can be absolutely fucking. Or amazing. don't be smart. Just fucking stack. Like if you're running a squadron heavy list, just yeah. stack squadron commands in there and have your squadron pushers do something else like engineering to repair the yeah. ship. Yeah. Well, I was thinking like yeah. navs are always uh, obvious. Anything. Thing. Anything. Yeah. He could just concentrate fire. What, what, if you don't have, have to get cute with it. Just stack the same thing. Yep. All three. Well, you don't. You you don't have to pick through the stack. Yeah, it doesn't have to go anywhere. Right. That's absolutely yeah. right. So you you know maybe I mean I think getting one nav on there is going to be important because there's always I mean how many games have you guys been in where you just really wish there was a nav on? Yeah, well, yeah I mean, that's happened to me yeah. so many times where it's like God. I just the need thing a nav. that I think you got to like really think about and pay attention to though is that it's for all of your ships. Sure. So if you're going to do a concentrate fire, you know. Make sure you have a list that you're not just... I think it's not necessarily a waste, but it's not efficient if you stack three concentrate fires and you only have one ISD shooting. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Something all your ships can use. Yes. Um, And one of the things I really like about this Admiral, there's a lot of other Admirals that are like this, but it's just so versatile. You can use him in any kind of list, whether you're trying to run fighters or you're trying to run no fighters or you're trying to run an MSU or big ships, he's going to help you. And I like that you can use him to do whatever you want. And you can, you know, you can get those extra commands, and it doesn't mean you can't do the command on your dial. That's what's so powerful about him. You're going to be able to do two commands. Yeah. You're going to navigate and squadron, or repair and squadron. And that's, I mean, that's awesome. Yeah, it's yeah. fucking great. 
don't know. Is there anything else to say about Toronto? I mean, he's been out a while. He was he was uh, spoiled quite a bit. He was in the preview ago. article. He's along in the original with, preview yeah. aisle, yeah. article with all so the a lot of people are familiar yeah. with him. Sure. I mean, yeah. is there anybody that's in the May on Throne here? I don't think no, so. I mean, no, he's, he's a awesome. yeah. I mean, he's going to be fucking awesome. He's going to be everywhere. You're going to see him everywhere. <laughs> he's going to be really great. All right, okay. Thing. So, uh, also coming along with Thrawn, we have the uh, the two new Star Destroyers, the uh, the Kuat and the Psy Moon. So we're going to go into the uh, look at the Kuat first. 112 points. It's very similar to an ISD one. Has the same. It's the same front, same armaments out the front, same dice. The uh, sides are a little different. He goes to a. Uh, he's got two black, a blue, and a red. The ISD one has two black, two red. The ordnance slots are uh, the upgrade slots. I mean, are slightly different. Um, you've got uh, you've got the defensive retrofit and an ion, an ordnance, an officer, and, and then you got you got the gunnery. Oh, teams, the the, the, the ordnance, yeah, and the defensive. Yep. Yeah. Did you talk about uh, the squadron value too? Oh, is yes. Lower the squadron only? value is a squadron value of two compared to the uh, the one which has uh, four. Which is huge to Absolutely. make boarding trooper yeah. Avengers make the ISD one still relevant for like a boarding trooper Avenger. Yeah. 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 Although I I honestly still think this is the better ship. Or even for a boarding trooper Avenger. Even mm. a carrier. Um, mm. That's a controversial take. Yeah, maybe it is. Because <laughs> you know what I, what I really like about this is going after. You know, with boarding troopers, Avengers here, you've got all the slots you need. Um, you can still get leading shots, but you can also put on an ordnance upgrade, whether that's expanded hang or expanded launchers, which I think maybe could make a comeback with this ship. Um, get two more black dice out of the front there because you'll keep hitting with that. You won't boogie and run exactly. Most of the time. Yeah. Um, and even still, because sometimes with that VT Avenger shot, you don't do enough damage, and this will give you a little bit more. Or whether that's uh, APTs, is obviously would be the. the Simplest choice. So let me ask you this: When you move up on a motherfucker and you board his shit, what are you locking down? Because they still got a brace, two redirects, and a. And well, a it tank. depends what you're hitting. But yeah, assuming you're hitting an ISD. Let's say you hit another ISD. The hardest thing for a boarding trooper Avenger to hit is another ISD. Is another sure. ISD. Yeah, you're. I mean, you're definitely hitting the brace, and there's no question there. And you're hitting probably one of the redirects, and he's going to be able to redirect. But yeah, so why even hit the other redirect? But yeah, well, then maybe hit the contain. Uh, maybe it's right. a better choice. If you, even, yeah. And then this has got a red one. But already. the thing is, an ISD with a redirect, if you haven't burned down any shields, especially on the sides, he's going to be fine after that. And then he's going to smack you right back. Well, right. I guess what you could try is, um, I mean, you line up that double arc, and then you pop you know, your boarding troopers, and then you do the brace and one redirect, and then you hit him out the side. If he uses that redirect, he's not doing it out of your front, so you're making him... Choose either way, like you're getting rid of the shields you need. It's it, sure, yeah. If you've got the, if you've got the double arc, yeah. There you, because, go. Although, you know, there's not a lot of ships that you're not going to kill with the other version double arc, right? True. Uh, Unless your rolls are just yeah. yeah. Well, but what I do like about this is it gives you the defensive retrofit slot, so you can get your they your built in two up basically. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, and they, well, yeah, because it's got the two points yeah. and two up. Well, also it's amazing <laughs> out the sides. You got that blue, so your leading shots now works everywhere. Now it works out the sides. On the on the one which you bring a leading shots, it doesn't do shit for you out the sides. Yeah. You got that double arc, so that it helps you there. The other thing I think really could this could be useful for, and not in a you know boarding troopers Avengers way, but just in general with this ship. Is this might become a really nice platform for flechette torpedoes mm. um, against a heavy like, bomber list? Yeah, because you can get in there and you can leading shots your your uh, 
flap roll yeah. with the, but that blue dye to yep. re-roll. That's to, tasty. And Or yep. put ordinance yep. experts on it, or both, to almost guarantee that flechette, you know, hit. Um, so they, they swarm at you, you flechette them, and then, you know, you can keep moving or do whatever. Or Vader. Or Vader. Vader. Be a good admiral for the ship. Sure. Absolutely. I think that this ship could do a lot of things well. I mean, that, that ordnance slot is, is, you know, the heavy damage slot for the most part. Um, and this will let you do that. You guys got anything else to say about it? No. no. no I, mean, I think it's like, ISD still. I mean, it's, it's not that different not than the other no. ships. Um, but yeah, but you know, it's it, definitely it's, it's more options. Sure, and you know what I really like about this, what they did here, is instead of because you know we watch the movies and we watch all this, you know, read the books and comics or whatever you're into, yeah. um, and you, you know, you see with the Empire, it's like you know, there's all these rebel, different rebel ships, and we've got th now th a third different rebel large base. Yeah, but the Empire just only uses star destroyers. But we want some variety still. I mean, you don't want to only have one ship because that's boring. So now we've got four styles of that Star Destroyer. So we're going to get more Star Destroyers. It almost—it it seems like they were trying to fill... Each one almost has its own kind of a role mm -hmm. now to fill. Whereas, whereas the uh, the ISD-1 and the ISD-2 were kind of more generalized. Like the Quat and the Simon seem a little bit more... A little more specific. They're a little more to, uh, specific. Yeah, I would agree with that. They're more designed to do one thing. Yeah. Uh, as opposed to being kind of an all-around flagship. Yeah. Sure. Uh, all right, so speaking of that, let's go on to the Simon. So the uh, the Simon refit, also 112 points. Uh, let's see. So the big thing about this is the front arc, which has five red dice, two blues. Um, comparing it to the ISD-2, uh, the sides are a little bit different. It's got an extra blue. Because it was uh, two and two. Yeah, this one's three blue. It's one three blue, one side. red. Um, this one has three squadron command or three squadron value. Other than that, uh, oh, the big change on the upgrade is it's got the fleet command slot. Yep, and um, two turbo lasers. And two turbo lasers, just like the Liberty does. Yeah, um, that's gonna be fucking awesome for this thing. Is the two turbo lasers? Slots. Yeah, that's the big and the fleet command. I think the oh, fleet yeah. command is, yeah. is a big thing too. Um, but, you know, the one thing this this costs the same amount as the Kuat, the one twelve. Um, one interesting thing about this this particular ISD is it's the only one that only has seven dice out of the front arc. So you definitely are losing some firepower. Yeah, a little bit. To, to gain that fleet command. Yeah, and then you just put spinals back on it, and then you got the double blacks. Yeah, and then spinals yeah. back on it, and you're pretty much the same price as an ISD two. But then you're dealing with red dice, which can be a Fucking yeah. cocksucker. And you can't put leading shots on this ship. Yeah, that's big. Um, there's no Do real... Do you feel leader. lucky, punk? Yeah. yeah, I mean, the only real dice mitigation you can put on here is dual turbo laser turrets. So... And you can't do that, I don't think, with spinals. I think no, because they're both modifications. modifications. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't work. So, I said before, that would be... The Kuat would be... Good for Vader. Quat. The Quat would be a good Vader ship. This would actually be a better Vader I mean, ship. I think you'll probably yes. see some dual ISD fleets with the Simon with Vader. Yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. We, we haven't gotten into this yet, but especially with that intensified firepower, <coughs> play, it really gels well with this yep. ship. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's got double black for AA. Yep. That's good. Yeah, that's yeah. nice. And then this one also has a squadron value of three. 
Yeah, so it still can move some squadrons. Yes. But um, still less than the ISD 1 and 2 models. Still so if you're looking for like a squadron pusher, like or a base. an ultra versatile ship. Yeah, the ISD 1 and 2 still have a place. Absolutely. I don't oh, think yeah. they're erased by these uh, uh, variants. Yeah, these new refits. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely not. I mean, I think there's, there's a place for all four of them, um, just depending on what your list is trying to do. Yep. So, uh, I think that covers how everyone just feels about that. So, let's get into... Uh, what the hell is you? Governor Price. I was, if you've ever seen the Rebel show, this is where she's from. She just feels like the, the stereotypical bureaucratic bitch Iron Man of the show. Man. Yeah, yeah. You, you do you do not want to have one on one time with her. <laughs> <laughs> or she's she's gonna strap you to the rack or and make you well. No, talk slower. <laughs> <laughs> Please continue. <laughs> hey, how dare you? Don't, yeah. Do you not do not judge me. There's no okay. safe words in the empire. <laughs> I mean, the, the Ardvark, Ardvark. <laughs> So, uh, yep, yeah, she is a uh, seven points, and she has a uh, a prerequisite: you have to be a medium or large ship only, and uh, she she is the officer slot. Uh, and after deploying fleets, you may place one round token on this card. If you do, during the round matching that round token, you must activate at the end of the ship phase, after all other ships have activated. This is a really interesting upgrade card. I really like it. Yeah. Um, and if Kate they, didn't, you they, didn't make it too, they didn't make it too powerful. No. That, thus, no. making you choose the round it happens. Yeah. yeah. And in case you're wondering, round tokens... Are those tokens with the numbers on them that you punched out and used for exactly one game? The first game, probably. Yeah, and then the you get a D6. Played, and then you immediately switch to a dice because they are stupid. <laughs> you may or may not still have that. So if you don't, just use your dice. Yeah, yeah. you can just use a die. No one was going to be able to. Or just write it on a goddamn sticky or, or, note. Yeah, or get so. a piece of paper that says three out of it. <laughs> That's fine. Or if your opponent's an idiot, just lie and say, oh, I meant to do it this round yeah right yeah and then, it, can, it can leave stuff open yeah. for like severe cheating yeah <laughs> you might be able to use a speed dial even do those what number do those go up to up to four four are you ever going to use it after four though maybe here's maybe. the answer don't use it after four all right you only use it in the or you can, three or four you can honestly i mean you don't unless you got a real <laughs> long game plan here which you might you might most engagements start in turn three or four yeah right yeah. I mean, you could use the zero usually. as a five. You could just write over it yeah. if you had to. Uh, okay, let's just... We're, yeah, yeah. we're getting to some weeds here. <laughs> yeah. Just use a dice or use the actual tokens. All right, right. guys? It's fine. Um, but this is really powerful, I mean, because this allows you to have that last activation fleet. Because usually the activations really only matter in that initial engagement round. Yeah. Where you're trying to get them to move into your medium range. Before you activate. Yeah, yeah before you activate, you can shoot back. And you don't want you don't want them, you know, move into their medium range, um, especially if you have something like two ISDs, you know, just you know, dick pointed at each other. Yeah, uh, <laughs> corn I like call corn cop. That's a better name for it. Yeah. yeah. So when you got something corn cop. Yeah, 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 yep. And yeah. you know, you want them to come into your area so you get to fuck. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and when you do it right, they touch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, the fucking heads touch. Yeah, but just the ships, not the bases. What? 
<laughs> Are we talking about the same thing here? I think I've been playing it wrong this entire time. <laughs> Something I think that's interesting is that it it's says... too close if the, if the base is touched. I'm, I'm changing the subject. <laughs> it says you may place one round token, and if you do during the round... And I just want to point that out. Like, Why would you take this 7-point upgrade and then not use because it? Because you maybe decided that I've got them out activated, and I don't want to have to activate last in a specific round. I like that that's in there. That's you can just a lot of the upgrade. That's a lot want. of points to take for something that you're not planning on using. I mean, 99% of the time, I, you're going to use it. Yeah, I understand why they did it. They don't want to shackle you to this yeah. because you are paying so much. I guess. I mean, so if you're they doing that. So they want to give you an out if you're like, fine, I actually don't even need to use this broad. You know? Yeah, you may look at the other guy's list and say, I want to go first every single time. So basically, as long as she's getting paid, she don't care what you do. Yeah, she don't give a shit. As long as she mama getting paid. Yeah, right. she, she, hey, that's why we're in the glory hole right now. Oh, yeah. That's why it's all fucking paid right now. Hey. Yeah. Next week, or next episode, trust me, it won't be next week. Next <laughs> month, next episode, we might be, uh, it might be, uh, the, the uh, current events section might be Governor Price's glory hall. We don't know. It could be. It could yeah. absolutely be that. Uh, they could surprise us. more like a sex Yes, practice. absolutely. Oh, it's definitely S&M type shit. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. So it's not really a glory she, hall. She already has, has more resources. She has the leather gloves on in the picture. Oh, yeah. They <laughs> actually yeah. probably have bleach money. And she almost looks like she's got to gag herself with it a little bit, too. Like, she's yeah. like, I will give her the Yeah, she's choking herself. Yeah, she's, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, she's yeah. yeah, we're on it. Yeah. Don't worry, guys. We've, we've dissected this plenty. Yeah, and if you look at the picture, she looks like she might be a little busty, too. You know? oh, oh, okay, well. She's got a little eye rack in there. <laughs> yeah. All right, we might have to do this. <laughs> right. That's prudently. The, uh... I love that in the preview article, they used the wrong gunnery team picture, too. Yeah, X Wing. Yeah, <coughs> whatever. Fuck it's yeah. X Wing um, nerd. Are there any other? Well, yeah. we, we haven't talked about intensify firepower. Well, Matt, we're, we're getting, Matt's yeah. on it. Matt's on it. We're, we're getting there. Okay. We're getting there. We got derailed with that. Uh, much fantasizing about price. Too much sexualizing and fantasizing about price. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that happens. Yeah, it will happen. Um, so somebody's basement. <laughs> <laughs> They're not gonna let you yes. talk. <laughs> so so next we got the uh, the Chimera title. Uh, goes along with it's an ISD title, four points, and it gives you one of the fleet I fleet command yeah. upgrade icons in your upgrade bar. Um, you cannot equip this card if you already have one of those in your upgrade bar or upgrade bar. At the start of your command phase, you can choose to discard one fleet command upgrade card that you have equipped and replace it with another. So that's so, so you can just do a new one every round if you want to. Yeah. That's pretty it's pretty amazing. Yeah. And you can break yeah. the four hundred yeah, you could you yeah you could build out and then break it afterwards by doing the six point yeah. one instead of the five, right? So you're at four hundred one. You can go to four hundred one, break the game. I <laughs> am confident this was tested, and I don't. Think I don't think it's, it's game breaking. I just like I doubt it is. I just like people bitching about I, it. Right, yeah, there's a lot yeah. of questions about how this works because if you you know it says you have to disc you can discard one, but when you discard a card, it still counts towards your point total. So if you keep adding cards, does your points keep going up? I cannot imagine that this is what this does. This, this is what I, that, that seems like a that question. We'll, we'll after it drops, we'll email them and someone will get an official answer. I because that answer just seems yes. I think each time you switch, your ship costs more and more. 
That'd be interesting. That'd be interesting. That, that, that was how balanced it a little bit. Well, too. how much does a card cost? The card costs it's four. <laughs> I don't know. If it's that cheap, do you really think the, the penalty would be that severe for that cheap of a card? Is that? But the thing is, the penalty only is a penalty if the ship blows up. Otherwise, it doesn't matter. Sure. Easy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but, you know, in that way, there's a little bit of a cost, essentially, for, for switching them out. Uh, yeah, I don't know, I guess. Mm. I, I would lean more towards no, it doesn't do that. The other question is, being that those are all unique upgrades, does you having it discarded mean you can't take it again? That's another question. Yeah. Because that, I would say, would be more of a point of contention. I mean, I think yeah. it's going to be both of those things. Um, the other question is, if it's discarded, you know, so if you, if you can get one that's already been discarded, does that mean you don't have to use tokens anymore? You can just discard the fleet commands? Because I feel like that's not the intent. No, because you still have to, you still have, to have the token or the dial and... No, you could just discard the card. Oh, you could you use the with yeah. all of them. I mean, oh, that's right. Yeah, could be different, but all the the existing ones. Are yeah, that you way. can discard it without using the token. Yeah. Um, yeah. So maybe you won't be able to re-equip one once you discard it. Oh, by the way, we bailed in the whole year and anything in the last like two ISDs. Does uh, everybody not like the last two ISDs? I mean, ISDs are always going to be good. Yeah, so. always yeah. Good. Everybody likes. Yes. Those. All right. Sorry. Yes. Don't don't want to derail. We didn't raise any price. We all like price too. I mean, she's amazing. Yeah, we, didn't, you know, we didn't go on that tangent. Yeah, yeah, no. For nothing. We didn't go on that tangent for nothing. Yeah. We all like the governor price. <laughs> uh, it was sexy, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's my scheiße. Ooh. Oh, that smacked good, yeah. You're so dirty, boy. Little did you guys know that this was going to turn into a shit, German shit porn podcast. <laughs> well, with the name of Outer Rim God. I mean, we're right, everywhere there. Like you're going to deal with some poop. It's, it's, it's inevitable. We're not yeah, talking about the outer, I mean, the outer from rim. Star Wars, turns out. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. All right, so Chimera, yeah, we get it. Uh, anybody think, anything else to say about it? I don't know that this upgrade is that good. I think in conjunction with Thrawn, it's pretty sweet. Yeah. Sure. Because this is, I mean, I'm not totally I mean, first just, on the whole EU whatever, but it, this is like his flagship, right? Yeah. 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 So, I mean, if you really want it, you're just paying for the discard because otherwise you save yourself the four points and play the Simon. It already has it built in. Right. Well, for, it, for the it fleet upgrade. Depends upgrades. on what, you know, what fleet I mean, I, mean, I think the main. If you have something you want to go all for. About versatility. But, That's the strongest yeah. thing. It's versatility. Changing the game plan. Yeah, in the middle, you know, of in the middle of a game, and reacting or making your opponent react to what you do. Yeah, so the Chimera kind of does that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think it's cool. I, I, I will, I'll use it. Use for it. I use it. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of use for it, and you know, I think it could be really good. It might make my fucking brain hurt using it too. In conjunction yeah. with Tron, yeah. it might be a little too much for my fucking caveman. Well, yeah, I think this is a pretty. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's, I'm gonna do my best. I don't know that a Thrawn and this are gonna. I mean, they both give you the same net effect, but I don't know that they're going to need to, like, interact together. No, I'm saying, like, no. if you run a fleet with them right, together. Right, sure. Because I mean, there's a lot to think about. Yeah. 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 I mean, you, you, you got to have a plan going in with what you're going to do with Chimera. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, you, and that plan might be, I just want intensify firepower on an ISD-2. And that's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you're not planning on switching it out. But you could if you needed to. Yeah. You know, hey, I got, the a, potentials I got, a, nav, there. I got a nav token. And I just like really need to change speed with all these ships right now, and you know, and that you know that's nice. Yeah. Uh, you can go to you know into an entrapment formation or you know or whatever. Right. 
So we've we've kind of talked into it a little bit. So intensify forward firepower, the new the new fleet command. Finally, finally, completing the after we've been teasing for the last twenty minutes or whatever it's been. Quad quadrant. What's the word for like four in Rome? Um, I think it's like tetrumvirate. Tetrumvirate, maybe. I feel like the umvirate part is meant to be. It's the fourth piece. Yes, completing (laughs) the missing piece we've had. Completing the square. Yeah. 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 So six points at the start of the ship phase, you may discard this card or spend a Concentrate Fire token. If you do until the end of the round, while each friendly ship is attacking a ship, ship to ship only, it may change one die with a face, or to a face, with one and only one hit icon and no other icons. So no turning blacks into doubles, no turning reds into doubles. I mean, you can get a single hit. Absolutely. I think the clear answer for what this, like the thing that jumps out immediately is this thing is to help fix red dice. Yeah. Um, this is going to be awesome. This is, this, is, this is an upgrade that helps every single time you shoot with anything. Absolutely. Um, this is the first, I think this, this is like way better than all of the other fleet command upgrades. And it's only, you know, it's the same price. I, I think this one's kind of cheap. This is almost an auto-include for me in a yeah. lot of lists. I agree. Uh, oh, yeah. Especially in, like, an Akbar list. Like in an Akbar list. Like not, well, this oh, yeah. The Pelta the Assault Pelta? becomes a ship that you're going to see now. Yeah. You, I mean, no one's picked. I don't think anyone. I've, I've never seen anyone use a Pelta Assault. Ever. Um, Unless you're desperately trying to save points to have fleet command. But there weren't any other fleet commands that were good enough to do that. Until this one, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and you know now you can now you can Akbar with. It. I mean, that just you know, having this with you know assault frigates or an MCA. Now those four to six red dice you're throwing out are going to do one more damage. I mean, there's always a blank on five or six red dice. Always is. Or if you're our buddy who rolls, he rolls six red dice and gets four accuracies on them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that buddy is yeah. me, by the way. That's just what we're saying. So we're clear. We're watching the Seppuku on top of the table. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he three damage. As you can no longer take. <laughs> right. It's like the hubris that he is. <laughs> and then you see me standing over him and giving the, the coup de gras because that's what you do in Seppuku, right? Like you gotta cut yeah, yeah, yourself, yeah. and then you gotta have your second chop your fucking head off. Right. Yeah. And we did that like three times. Yeah, I'll, get it. Yeah, yeah. I'll chop your fucking head <laughs> Thank off. Thank you. I appreciate that you're going to chop the least my I can do off. for you. The least I can do It for is you. the least you could do. By the way, you guys too? I'll chop your head off as well. Thanks for that. I'm looking for it. I, mean, I said if you want to do Sapuko, I didn't say like now. No, no, I know what you're saying. Yeah, I, I could, I, I'll try anything twice. <laughs> this is a one time thing, Brad. <laughs> But we'll take back. It's about the the principle of the matter. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I don't disagree with you what's wrong. <laughs> All right. Are there any more upgrades to go? Through? So no, that that about covers it. I mean, and obviously, I think this one's a yay for everybody. Yeah. yeah just yeah. by far, power is gonna be fucking amazing. I mean, this is now an upgrade that you're gonna bring certain ships just so you can use it. Yeah, it's yeah. gonna be great. It's gonna um, be really good. I mean, honestly, I don't think if you have an ISD and you don't have another title you think you need, you should grab Chimera just so you can have intensify firepower. Like yeah. that six, that that ten points. So ten points. Like yeah. You can't get the amount of damage you're going to get out of this for ten points mm. anywhere else. If yeah. you have more than one ship, like even like demos, long range shots now. Now those, you know, that one damage that gets evaded will at least put a shield damage on now because yeah. the other one is blank. Ooh, now you're speaking my language. That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> 
What? What if don't do that? <laughs> All right. Uh, All right. All so right. I think we're done here, right? Yeah, guys. Yeah. All yeah. yays. Woo. All right, and now we're going to move into our next segment, which is our recent gameplay segment, which we call How My Rim Taste. How My Rim Taste, motherfucker. Mmm. <laughs> Probably tastes pretty good. Oh, dear God. What the heck is a rim job? Oh, why, that's when you put your legs behind your head and have someone lick your ass. I can taste it. In my mouth is just so bittersweet. So we went down to Ohio Regionals to uh, play in the regional. Um, and I'm going to talk about, you know, my list here. I brought a two uh, Assault Frigate Mark II A's with ECMs, gunnery teams, and enhanced armament. A Jaina's Light with Akbar and TRC. A GR-75 with Torrenfar, Boosted Comms, Commsnet. And to Ohio, I brought Bright Hope. Uh, and for fighters, I had Biggs, Jan, and two X-Wings. Um, in Ohio, uh, I, I did pretty well with, uh, with my list. Um, the first game, I played against an Imperial opponent. Um, he had a demo, and I believe either an interdictor or a victory. I think he was a victory star destroyer. Um, I was kind of able to successfully run away from him. Um, so the demo didn't really get involved. I, I killed the other the other ship and uh, won eight three. The next game was a little, little more interesting. Um, he had Maydeen with a Liberty, some hammerheads. Uh, we played advanced gunnery. Uh, he chose his Liberty. I chose my James Light. He jumped in really fast with the Liberty, um, taking out my uh, flagship, my Akbar, uh, Janus Light. Um, but he put himself in a really bad situation, uh, giving me double arcs from both my assault frigates. And although I didn't have Akbar now, I could use both arcs, so I was able to take that down pretty much right away. Uh, then mop up both the hammerheads, um, and I won that one 9-2. The third game... Um, I got a little lucky. Uh, a couple of weird things happened. My opponent made one key mistake, which allowed me to win. Um, he had an admonition. Uh, he also had Akbar. Um, he had a, he had both side arcs. One side arc at each one of my assault frigates, and he chose to fire. So was his so was his admonition a scout or a torpedo? It was a torpedo. Nice. Um, like, and he had him in close range of both of my assault frigates. He had one of them double arced, but he chose to shoot at each assault frigate. And killed neither oh instead of choosing to double arc <laughs> one of them and killing it. Well, what ended up happening is I killed his admonition and both of my assault frigates got away. Yeah. So, yeah, he did a bunch of damage, but he didn't get any points, mm -hmm. um, which is kind of a, a thing to remember to do that you need to kill a ship when you can. A big thing in this game get points. Yes. Huge, <laughs> huge, huge. Get points, guys. Turns out, really? You need points. Turns out that's all you're wrong. You win by getting more points. Yeah, than the other guy. And honestly, because of that mistake he made, I won a 9-2 instead of losing. And I probably would have lost. <laughs> mm -hmm. And instead, it was a really big win for me. Um, and I ended up in, in second place. Um, Don't get greedy. Take the points you can get. Yeah, you got to take them. And, you know, and the other thing is, not in, you know, in addition to just not getting those points... He also let me continue shooting at him. I mean, that was a lot of dice that came at his admonition. I might not have killed admonition if he had killed one of my assault frigates. Yeah. But he didn't, so I did. Um, and like I said, I ended up second place. You know, the list I was pretty happy with at, at that point. I built this list to initially to fight Sloan. Um, 
Although I, I, I never played Sloan. I, you know, in two tournaments here, one local Sloan <laughs> tournament and this one. And I didn't run into any heavy fighter lists, um, which turned out to actually be his weakness when, when we when we came to Michigan here. Um, so then in Michigan regionals here, which uh, Matt run, he'll uh, talk about running a tournament when we get to him. Um, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the first round, I decided to take my store championship by... Um, which I believe you did as well, Bill. And I don't know if that was a mistake or not. It might have been. I played another store champion in my first round, which was the second round. Um, and he had a, a two-pelta version of the ace hole list that we talked about earlier. Um, I, I, think, I think we actually mentioned this in, yeah, in that yeah, segment. Yeah, um, my AA dice were just hot garbage. I, I did, like, no damage with my two blues with re-rolls from Torrent. And just, just couldn't hurt them. Um, he also did a really good job of flying his ships back and forth with fighter coordination teams and using the station to heal his fighters and then bring them back. Um, so he, he did. A, he was he was very good. Fuck, that's hot skill, right? It there. was really impressive. He yeah. did a really good job. Um, he was a very good player. Uh, I, he I, was I the guy from uh, was he from Indy? I believe so. Yeah, the guy that came from Mindy. We yeah, had we had yeah. a few people from out of town. Come yeah, it was, it was a good good tournament. I believe um, we've had the largest one so far. We had like so. thirty two people. Thirty two. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um but anyways, you know, I got in there and I made the mistake that I we, we just talked about doing is I didn't run away when I needed to. <laughs> and uh, because of that I lost, you know, a, a two nine instead of, you know, what probably should have been a seven four had I not been stupid. I tried, I got aggressive and wanted to get something and Got stupid. Um, my next game, I played uh, against uh, Dave, uh, one, a friend of the program. <laughs> with with uh, he had a BT Avenger with Sloan and Aces, kind of standard sort of thing. Um, we played Advanced Gunnery. I kind of stayed out wide of him and kind of tried to create a little kill box, and he and he blocked his ISD from going in there. Again, we talked about this one too. I don't know if he did it on purpose, but it worked really well for him. Um, I couldn't Dave, get it. Dave. Dave is a local guy that came on the scene fairly recently. Dave DZ. And um, he was a baby seal that is not a baby seal no longer. No, he's definitely no longer he's a baby no seal. He's no longer a baby no. seal. He's, no. he, he will club baby seals now. Yeah, he, yeah. yeah he's, he's a baby seal club. that made it through the culling. He's yeah, a walrus yeah. now. A yeah, walrus. yeah he's, and now he's a walrus, and he will fucking eat baby seals. So daddy, careful, don't yeah. Yeah. daddy yeah. done raised him right. <laughs> daddy done raised him right. So yeah. So, but it was a fun game. So you know, I lost a, a nine-two, but I had a lot of fun in that game. Um, the last round, I was tired. So was the other guy. We just kind of played it fast. We were at the back end of this. The, the way the the, the, the uh, venue was set up, the, uh, the the higher tables were towards the front of the store. And the lower tables where I was at this point was like all the way in this like back area that <laughs> close, was like close to the shitters. Close to the shitters. <laughs> so you know you're doing really well when you can smell shit. Yeah. Piss. Yeah. So I was back there. I was like, I'm not winning this thing. So I, I, you know, me and the other guy were both just playing fast. I lost. He had a Gallant Haven and an MC80 and like a two activation list. I think you played him, Brian. He's um, one of the Canadians that came down. He was another one of the Canadians. Yeah. The, the biggest takeaway from that last game was we were talking to him and and he was telling me about the way their meta is. I hate the word, that word. But it, it is what it is. Yeah. 
And it sounds like it's awful to play Armada in Toronto. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. they, all, they all just spite each other and yeah. play like shit that everybody hates. They just all run bitchy, annoying things that aren't fun. <laughs> um, so I'm really glad I don't live there. By the way, not to shit on the Toronto guys. Okay, I know we they were all really cool guys. They were all yeah. really good dudes. He, uh, you know, we're we're talking about like the high end, uh, the six activation Reganasol's list, which is Carlo. Good guy. I, I got yeah. nothing bad to say about him, man. Like real good people, and we're glad you guys came down. We're Absolutely. glad they came down to Michigan. Like, it was fun. It yeah. was fun. It was really cool that you guys showed up. Uh, Christian. One of the fucking top guys that and I think Carlos top guy there now came down. Uh, he, I know he's won Canadian Nationals before. Um, uh, Christian, who I'm talking about, uh, all great dudes. We're really glad they came down. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, even though one of them won. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you goddamn flappy headed. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, saying Canadians. Yeah, exactly. Hey. <laughs> Steal a goddamn regional. Anyway. Anyways, <laughs> the takeaway was that they. Don't have someone to berate people for running stupid things, <laughs> yeah. And we do, yeah. So um, they need to, you know, someone needs to step up there yeah. and start berating. The problem is they're too nice. You're probably right. Yeah, they don't make it. They're too nice. That's they the won't. stereotype, right? You're they're right. not going to berate people. And don't let this confuse you. I know a lot of people here on this podcast. If you're not around here, we sound Canadian to you. We're not fucking Canadians. Yeah. <laughs> we will motherfuck you. Like, this is Metro Detroit, man. Let's not. Yeah. Let's not confuse it. We're, we're assholes, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you haven't figured it out by now. <laughs> anyway, so. Um, and, and anyway, just kind of takeaways from my, my tournament experience. I mean, it was kind of the, the tale of two tournaments here. I uh, did really well. Second place is pretty good. And then I got my ass kicked and got 28th out of 32, Yeah, which they, is they, really bad. They didn't, do, they didn't represent Michigan very well. No, I did a very shitty job. Yeah, did um, I learned that my list designed, that I designed to fight heavy fighter lists. Turns out real bad. Yeah, it's not good. Huh? Yeah. Every list is excellent until you got to roll some fucking dice. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah well, the dice, and what, I, what I learned is that it's something I didn't anticipate with this list, and I think this may go for any list where you're using a lot of AA and kind of relying on AA instead of fighters, is that your opponents, especially when you get good opponents, once they get down to like one health, they're just going to run away. You're you're not going to get any points out of it. Yeah, you can't make them stay to take a beat. Yeah, because you don't if you don't have the fighters to keep them there, and you can't do a lot of damage at once. So they're gonna, you're going to do a little damage. And now, it it can be effective as a deterrent for them to you know stop hitting you with their fighters because they're dying. Yeah. So they will leave, but you can't get any points that way, and it, it's a real problem. And it's something I didn't think about when I was building the list. Um, so I, I think it either needs. To forget the fighters and and have that the counter upgrade like quad lasers or turrets or something like that. Uh, quad battery it's, it's turrets. Quad battery yeah, it's, turrets the, the, it's, it's an offensive retrofit slot that gives you a counter one, which is much yeah. better for rebels because you have a torn far reroll. Exactly, and that would have been a better choice. I mean, for ten points in my two assault frigates, and then just wipe the fighters, just forget them. Every single game, they did nothing and died. Yeah, just, I just was just giving my opponent sixty four points of fighters. So if I did this again, I would do that. And you know, if I add, you know, I might, you know, this would be a good fleet to have a Pelta with intensify firepower in it. Yeah, um, that you know that would be probably be the answer. Take out the fighters and put that in. Get a fifth activation Ooh. and intensify firepower. I had a lot of blank red dice. Yeah, you know, when you're rolling six every time, a lot of them are blank. Yeah, and if I can, yeah. they do one more damage every single time I shoot. That's a lot. Of extra damage. Yep. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah. All right, um, Matt. All right. Um, so, 
we didn't yet, but we'll give a shout out to the guys down in Ohio at uh, in down in Streetsboro at Empire Games. They had a they had a good event. Absolutely, great people. Yep. Yeah. Uh, by. Uh, fuck, I'm an asshole. I forget his name. I think it's he. He's uh, Darth Sangui Sanguius. I think it's Sanguis. Sanguis. I don't know. He's on the forums. Great okay. guy. He did an excellent job running that. He really did. Ohio. It was really fun. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. I I we went over this to death. My list was kind of heart garbage, and I should have tweaked it some more. <laughs> so so for all of you, I was that guy. I ran a Vic with, or I ran a I ran a Dick Interdictor with two Vicks. Well, it's, you're never <laughs> that Get the, whip that baby out. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, sometimes you just got to put your dick on the table. Sometimes you got to do it. Sometimes and see what see what it can do. Sometimes it can smack though. Sometimes it gets mad. Yeah. You got to retreat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you got to rip it right back off that. Track. Right. So it was a uh, interdictor with the uh, the Gravry route. Uh, two Vicks, two Vic twos with decaps, Xi sevens, leading shots, um, and then I had three lambdas as my um, my fighter complement. And it was it was a it was an attempt at a token fucking list, like we talked about, because I was running fire lanes. Uh, sensor net, and then I think it was uh, contested outpost. Well, no, or, that's, not, no. that's not a red. So no, what was it? Was it was the out? Was it station assault? Station assault. Yeah. yeah, station assault. And did anybody pick station assault? Actually, yeah. My th- well, we'll get to we'll get, that. Was my third game. Okay. Uh, my first game, I actually played the other guy who brought a dick. He ended up placing four double dick. Yeah, it was a double dick. Did yeah. Uh, I think we might have. You touched oh, yeah, dicks? We yeah, might have touched dicks. Dicks touched. That's hot. Yeah. That is hot. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> yeah. He was doing the same Mama kind of Mama thing. Likes that. Oh, yeah. I love how this is just the more we drink during this podcast. <laughs> it, it devolves. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's definitely happening. Yeah. By the end of this, you might hear some slurring. Right? So <laughs> we'll try to edit that out later. <laughs> no, we won't. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. No. Go ahead, Matt. <laughs> yeah, he had the, he had the same kind of idea. He had uh, I don't remember exactly what it was, but he we he did, had lambdas too. Right? He had lambdas too. Yeah. We played fire lanes, and he managed to snag he snagged him away from me round one. We were kind of going back and forth, and then it just ended up poorly. He, it ended up poorly. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I, yeah. It was a nine two. I didn't get tabled, but it was it wasn't pretty. Uh, second game, I went against. Let's see, what was it? It was a Mati Avenger with two Vicks, which was fun. Uh, Just a lot of haul. It was a lot of haul, and strangely, he, my opponent, he rushed him right in there. I think. I think turn two, we were at medium range of each other. Damn, bang in turn two, that's hot. It was, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's... Yeah, it, it, it came down to the last attack of uh, round six where I managed to put enough damage to take down the ISD. Nice. And that caused his Vic to instantly die because Mahdi was no longer on the table. Oh, fuck it. Yeah, that's so great. I've never done that. I've, I've done it before. It's the most gratifying. I've nerdgasmed all over the place. Oh, yeah. I mean, how could you not? Oh, Jesus. I spray it you all. You just killed yeah. two shit <laughs> once. Oh, Jesus. It's so good. It's so good. I mean, but the, 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 the Vic that did it, he needed two more damage to take it down. And, yeah, it was going to happen because his Vic still had to go and we were, we were going to ram. So he was going to have it. 
Um, nice. It was, was that was that a ten? That, that was a, that was a ten for me. Nice. Yeah, and it was a personal goal. I mean, <laughs> I took down a Mati ISD. Yeah, hell yeah. And destroyed another ship yeah. in shooting the one. That's that's awesome. Exactly. Um, and then third round, I went against. Let's see, it was a Sloan boarding trooper Avenger demo. He took the station assault, and he just kind of rushed in. He he outflanked me. He was able to get around. He was able to get around the sides, and my Vicks weren't able to turn fast enough. And he just kind of chewed through everything. That's tough when you're using was, Vix without Jerry. Yeah. It, it's, it's easy to get flanked. Mm-hmm. And we discussed it to, to death. I mean, it was, I needed Jerry. I needed, I needed to not have an interdictor in there. It was, I, I, I needed to work it more. It wasn't ready for a regional. It was what I, the, the consensus we kind of came to. I needed mm-hmm. to work on it still. But I, I, I still had a great time. I had three really good games. Good opponents. I mean, it was a great store, great time. Um, Michigan. And then Michigan. Yep. Uh, I was the TO for the Michigan Regional. We had 32 people show up. We we pushed the store to the limit. We could not have squeezed anyone else in there. We were we were maxed out. Um, it was it was a great turnout. There was a lot of variety in the lists. We were, we were climbing up in fucking rafters to pull more tables down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. So, uh, let's see, we had 32 people, we had, so going just by, we had 19 Imperials, 13 Rebels, uh, there were 9 Sloans, 5 Jerrys, 4 Motties, uh, see, for the Rebel side, we had 5 Akbars, 4 Dodanas, a Maydeen, Mon Mothma, 1 Garm, 1 Riken. So... Some fucking guy trying to make Garm great again. It like, was that guy yeah. who had the two peltas. Yeah, well, he almost it, made it, it great again. And it yeah. worked. He used it worked. the shit out of Garm. Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah, he ended up, I think it was sixth. He placed sixth yeah, overall. Yeah. It, so it was, was good. Yeah. Uh, it was uh, It was quite the It was quite the time. It was, a, it was a long day. We started at noon. The last round ended, it was like 1040, I think. And Matt did a good job getting us going. Like, we yeah. actually yeah. started at noon. Yeah. Which I don't think we've ever done in a tournament before. <laughs> no, that doesn't happen. Yeah, we needed to, we needed to spake it out. We had, like, 15 minutes in between rounds to get everyone set up. And we just, we had to go. People were getting done on time, too, because every round went to time. But the round, everyone was either in six or they were getting, like, right to the squadron phase of five. And we weren't running over by more than like five minutes, ten minutes maybe on each round on time. So people were doing really good at just chugging through it and getting getting through and dealing with the long day. And So if you had to give advice to somebody running a large tournament like this, listen up, FFG. They're not listening. They're not listening. <laughs> but if they were, what would the advice you would give them? So you need you need to make sure you communicate with everyone well ahead of time. Make them make them make sure you know how many rounds you're playing. If you're going to have a break, um, make sure that everyone has their lists written out. If you need that, uh, make sure everyone knows how to fill out their score sheets, which was big. We had a little bit of a snafu in between rounds two and three. Yeah, but well, uh, we got to actually talk about. I think because it's something that it probably is going to come up at other tournaments. So, what's the program you use when you run a tournament? 
so, so I run the uh, the Cryodex. Yeah. It's out there. Um, yeah. It's it's what I used to. Yeah. It's 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 nice. It, it's pretty straightforward. I have Brian run the Cryodex. Yeah. I think <laughs> I told you about Cryodex. Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah I got it from you because I saw you run it, and it's like, hey, I need to get in on this. It's good. Yeah. Yeah, and the, but the, I think the main the main point with that is that that software wants not the MOV but the actual yeah. score. It likes yeah. the actual scores because it it works it all out itself. And so it, it's better with the actual scores because then it calculates itself out. If you just put in the MOV, it gets a little weird and it starts to freak out on you. And it, and it causes a couple well, it of problems. Well, it completely fucks it up. Completely, yeah. Well, yeah. Especially when you've got, I mean, if you're doing all of one or all of the other, it's probably okay. Which can be confusing because the score sheets that, MO, uh, that FFG gives us, it says MOV on it to write down. Yeah. Right. And what you really need to write is the score. You need to put the yes. score. You need to put what you scored, what they scored down, and just plug that all in. And let the fucking... And let the software do its work. Yes. Let and it do the hard work. The main key is that you know, if you're running a tournament and you're using Cryodex, is you have to make sure to tell everybody this at the beginning of the tournament. Yeah. Yeah. Matt did like very clearly tell everybody. He did, and not everybody and understood. A lot of people just either didn't hear him or didn't. I mean, there was a lot of people there. Sure. It was hard to hear. What, people you know, are people. By the way, yeah, after we yeah. beat him over the heads with this, after round two, there was no issues after that. Yeah, no, and yeah. It, went, it went well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another thing he did, he did a lot of that I think was really nice is he gave a lot of that information up front online. Um, yeah, leading up to it. Yeah. So that information yeah. was there. And another thing he did that was I thought was a great idea, especially being we're doing four rounds, is he said that if you were late, if you came after 12, you could still play, but you lose tournament points. Yeah, I know that's technically yeah. not like in the rule book, but it's a great idea and it worked. It yeah, thirty-two people there on time playing at noon. Yep. Yeah, it was just if you showed up, you could show up anytime until we started officially started the round. If you showed up after that point, you could still play. You would catch a buy and you would get one turning point with a zero MOV and a loss. So you could still play. <gasps> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So don't. The point was, don't fucking show up late. I mean, yeah. we're all, we're all adults. Yeah. there's right. no excuse. Yeah. yeah, everyone, everyone was on time. I didn't have any problems. There were a couple of questions that were weird, and like it fucking snowed here, and everyone still made it on time. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, we're yeah, in it a was, northern state. People understand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The Canadians know how to drive. I, yeah. I, yeah. I drove by three car accidents on my hour drive. To <laughs> <where> <laughs> exactly. I just left early as fuck so I'd make it on time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we had uh, we had four people coming from Toronto, I think. We had a couple guys from Chicago yeah. because Chicago, for some reason, didn't get a regional. So the closest, Which is crazy. The closest ones are either Indy or Detroit. Because I know Chicago has a decent size yeah. armada. There was a dude from Indy. There was a dude from Wisconsin, wasn't there? Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. yeah. We had a we had a guy he from had Toledo. A real interesting list. Man. Yeah. Did he? Oh yeah. yeah. I liked his list a lot. I mean, my thing is, is we had thirty-two guys. Like there were only what thirty-eight at Gen Con. Yeah, we well, almost, at the end of Gen Con. At the end of Gen Con. Okay, yes. yeah. but even then, like, for a regional... Yeah, it's a lot. For, for like, Michigan's regional, that's crazy. Yeah, it's I very good. I thought that was awesome. That we have a really yeah. good local well, we've scene. We've got a pretty big community here, yeah. really. We're it's really grown, it's, and yeah. we've got a we lot of We put a lot of time into it, Absolutely. too, though. I mean, that's why we're sitting here doing this podcast. Sure. Yeah. yeah. But, so, Brian. Ohio. All right, so... Um, my thing is for the the last few tournaments I've done is I do uh, Sloan Defenders. So I take an ISD two, um, and I've tweaked it a couple ways. But my general archetype is the ISD two, and then uh, four flotillas 
you know, just to pad activations because that's how the game works nowadays. And you're not a fucking I'm, no I'm, shame in your fucking no, game, homie. No, <laughs> it works. I do well. And, uh, and I don't. I, and honestly, I don't think there's an issue with that. I know people have issues with it, right? But if you look at, let's just relate it to real world experiences for a second. Yeah. When you look at a battle fleet, the U.S. Navy. That battleship ain't fucking out there on its own. No. It's supported by a shit ton of small ships that are doing all sorts of different things, See. right? So I have, I personally have zero problem with anybody running a big ship, as long as you got a big ship in there, for the most part, supported by a bunch of small ships. I mean, that's why I got into do. this game, was to, to have big Star Wars fights, like mm-hmm. the Star Destroyers or what, you know, did it for Absolutely. Me. Yeah, I mean, I have a hard time using an Imperial list that doesn't have a Star Destroyer in it. Yeah. yeah. Like, a Victory is fine. Yeah. But, like, I need a Space Triangle. I mean, I've yeah. done, yeah. I've done like, Arcton <laughs> Swarms, and, you know, Demo's obviously amazing. Awesome. But, but the the big thing for me in this game is the ISD. So, uh, typically, I've, I've got two Comsnet Gazanis, and then the other two are playing. And then I do, like, my, uh, my Fighter Ball is, depending on what I'm doing, it's four to five, uh, Basic defenders, and then I've got Merrick, Jendon, um, and sometimes I like I swap a defender out for you know. One time I did Darth Vader. Um, recently I've been doing Valen Rudor, who's really just amazing. He's awesome. Um, He's one of those fighters that it's almost like if you're running Imperial, you should have him. This yeah. is just so fucking cheap. He's so good. Yeah, he's so cheap. He's good and he's cheap. So, I mean, five points on a regular TIE fighter. Gets, I mean, even if he just got you the defense tokens, I think I would be fine with it. Yeah. So, for Ohio, uh, we drove the three hours down there, and then first game I played Bill. Because <laughs> that's how it always goes. Yes, how it always I'm goes. amazed I didn't play him at Gen Con because I play him in every other tournament we go to. Yeah. Um, Especially when we try a lot of state. Yeah. And I, we play all the time, too. So Brian's my, obviously you got him up, but he's kind of like, what's the nerd term? Like my Padawan? Yeah. So when Brian first Apprentice. got into this game, I was like one of his first ones, and we lived relatively close to each other. So me and Brian play a lot. All the time. And I've dragged him through this. Yeah. And he's really good now. And yeah, it's yeah. all because of me. <laughs> so, we have to give him all the credit. Okay, yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. So anyway, yeah, of course, you know, we drive down there and then I play him first round. And um, he'll talk about his list in a minute. But he had a, a BT Avenger, ISD-1. And I I just, I did something stupid. Um, I baited you. Yeah, he, I got baited and... What I was, what my plan was, was I was going to go, like, you know, kill some of his smaller ships, like his, his one raider, and then kind of stay out of the way. And then, um, I just, I fucked up maneuvering, and I realized that I was going to get hit by his Avenger no matter what I did. So I kind of just tried to go through it and tank it, and it didn't work. And so I lost 9 2, I think it was. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to lie, I totally forgot about my second game but i did well because i took seventh in the tournament um but the third game i played a maydean liberty list and i tabled him so and it's it's really all just about the defenders that i have because you know i i got um jendon you know with the relay and the double tap for all the defenders, and then American with are just so American, nasty. it's disgusting. Yeah, he, he, that, that little, like those two, particularly guys. against ships. When yeah. I and when I went to Ohio, I took flight controllers on my ISD, um, and I didn't really need it. 
Um, you know, it, it was a basic ISD2 with like XI7s, leading shots, ECMs, and then Avenger title. And then I had, uh, instead of gunnery teams, I took flight controllers. And I don't think I really used it. So, anyways, the third game, um, I, I believe I tabled the guy and then ended up taking seventh because it's just between defenders and then Sloan and Avenger. If if you get it all working together, it's brutal. It's so annoying having to play Sloan because you're always having to like think about whether you can use this defense token right now yeah. or not. And then my <laughs> my thing is with Sloan and defenders is it, it just makes sure that no matter what you roll, it it's doing something. Sure. Until you get rid of their defense tokens, and that's happened to me in games where it's like round five. And then I'm attacking a ship, and it has no defense tokens, and I roll an accuracy. <laughs> and I, if that happens, I mean, that's good for me, you know. Sure. Maybe I don't get that damage in, but I'm not going to be upset. And then uh, Michigan Regionals, I didn't do as well. Um, the first three games, I did decent on. First game, I played a guy who was a little bit newer to the game. He had uh, a pickle with Akbar, and he had a, like a few CR90s. Um, I played a little bit more conservatively than I should have, but I still got a 9-2 out of it. Uh, I got his pickle. Yeah, you did. Oh, yeah, I did. (laughs) I got the pickle. He jumped in there and grabbed his pickle. Uh, Yeah, right. Blew it up. He only had uh, the one CR90 left, (laughs) but he got uh, my two transports, so the the point difference ended up being a 9-2. And then uh, I played Tristan the second game, who is the other guy who's going to be our missing member. Yeah, right our now. missing member. Um, and he had like his little MSU our Raider Two, missing. <laughs> his Raider Two shenanigans. He ended up uh, getting my ISD with that Overload Pulse, and then his Avenger following it up. But my defenders just tore his whole whole thing up to shreds. Um, I ended up going second, and he picked Most Wanted, and I picked his Raider Two. Because I, really, I only have one ship shooting. My flotillas, I don't engage with them, so it didn't seem smart to add to make the ISD the most wanted ship. So I went for the the Raider too, because with everything on it, well, never mind. Just the points alone, it was almost a hundred points right there. Sure. So yeah, smart. Okay. And it, I got a six five there, and then I played another local guy who had a sort of a rebel. It wasn't a gallant Haven Yavaris list, but it was it was like a rebel rebel bomber list, and I believe I tabled him too. Um, nice. And then the last game, I played a guy from Chicago who had a gallant Haven Yavaris list, and uh, if I would have just turned tail like we were talking about earlier, I would have gotten a six five, and I would have taken fifth in the tournament overall. Instead, I. It was the fourth round. Decided to go for it, and I lost nine two, like a like a fucking noob. So and fed points. Yep. Fed them. Yep. Fed them. <laughs> fucking animal. Yeah. Yeah. We've all done it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, sometimes you know, it's you played three rounds already. It's you get tired and you just do dumb shit. It, it was my fault. I should have just. I should have known better. I should have just turned away. But yeah, it happens. Yeah, you 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 you, you know you get cocky. Well, that's. Like, oh, I, I think I, can take I don't it. even know if it's cocky as much as like you just see, you know, that fucking trophy right there, and you're like, ah, oh, you know, because there was at one point that I was in like fourth place, I think, after round three. So I could have. 
you know, like I, I had sure, a shot, yeah. so like, but I knew I had to table him. Yeah, you had to get a big win. And yeah. I don't know. Plus, if you ain't first, you're last. True. Goddamn right. So yeah. if you don't remember that. So I think I ended up right. taking mm-hmm. 11th overall, which isn't bad. I mean, out of 32 guys, you know, I, I still no, did really good, well. Man. And it was only my last game that I didn't do great on. But certainly did better than me. Yeah. Everybody did better. Than <laughs> what are we saying? That's not impressive. <laughs> For the record, also two guys dropped, so it was really out of thirty. Oh, I oh, that's even bad. I was at the top tables, so yeah, you were. Up the that, that, that doesn't matter. Yeah. That doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> yeah. A couple things I just wanted to touch on for the Michigan regional. I I actually dropped Avenger and I took Relentless on my ISD. And I took, you know, the XI-7s, the whole loadout there. Uh, I took gunnery teams over uh, flight controllers because it's, you just use it more often. And then I dropped a Comsnet on one Gazani, so I only had one Comsnet Gazani, and I took uh, Black Squadron just to, you know, soak up damage for a round. So my my list was a little bit different there, but... Um, Did the changes help or hurt or... Um, well, the big thing is by adding Black Squadron, I had, I ended up getting eight squadrons to yeah, deploy. Yeah, so I had an extra deployment, and it it mattered when I played Tristan. Okay, I out deployed him. Excellent. Did um, losing Avenger with Sloan become an issue? No, no. Um, and like the reason I was kind of toying with it because the way it goes is that. I mean, obviously, with Sloan, you want to target, you want to fish for those accuracies and, like, get rid of their tokens. But I think with an ISD-2 with XI-7s, you don't really care about the redirects. So the big thing you want to get is the brace. Yeah. So, like, you don't need Avenger when you have six, five or six defenders. The idea being you get discarded, not just exhausted. Yes. Okay. Um, And then once you get rid of that brace, you just go for damage. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. All right, so I'll talk about my shits. I at Ohio. I I'm in the past. I've always been a rebel player, like real hard. And recently, playing Krillin Conflict, and then just playing in general since early summer, I decided to go Imperial. I'm like, I need to get good with the other side. I need to quit fiddle fucking around and be good all around, right? So I'm like, all right, I'm going to do this. So in the campaign, my list kind of started out in the Krillin campaign. I, I did a Vader list with the BT Avenger and Demo and with a bunch of other stuff, right? And I, I got I got pretty good with it. I got used to it, and I got I got good with it. Uh, Estane, they didn't win a single game in the campaign. It was brutal. It was really bad. You yeah. guys were for blood. Yeah. We, it, was, it was really it was, serious. All, all three games of it, you, you were good with it. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> it was bad for that. So at Ohio, what I took, it was a five activation list. I had two Gazanis, one with Comsnet, one with Hondo. By the way, Hondo is fucking amazing. Is he really? He is really good. All right, I'll have I, to use it. I'm a Hondo believer now. The other com, uh, the other Gazani had a suppressor, and then I had Demo, uh, just a glad one with APTs, Ordnance Experts, Demo, and the only thing that I think is maybe a little quirky is Skilled First Officer. Okay. And we've been turned on to that locally by Tristan. Yeah. Um, he's a huge skilled first officer guy on like two command ships. Sure. And at I, first we were like, you don't need it. You can just plan ahead. Yeah. And skilled first officer is a crush yeah. that only new people need. Right. <laughs> that's a total bullshit lie. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's <laughs> not true. That's not true at all. So 
Making demo a one-command ship for two rounds is awesome. It's really great. Yeah. Besides demo being great anyways. I mean, since the nerf, since you can't do it after engine teching, I feel less dirty doing it because before yeah. the nerf, I I was on my fucking I was in my fucking ivory tower and I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm not doing that. You you <laughs> shit bags. I'm not gonna like, you know, I'm not gonna be that guy. Well, I'm that guy now. I'm that guy now. I'll use demo because it, it, it actually it helped make demo not be as powerful. Yeah, he can get his ass now. smoked. Yeah, you gotta be careful with him. Yeah. So in my list, he's a follow-up. He's not the lead hitter. So anyway, so the rest of the list, the next the big guy is the ISD one. And that's boarding troopers, ECMs, leading shots with Avenger, Tua, obviously to get the ECMs. And I do Jerry, George Rod for my uh, commander because I'm desperately trying to get double arcs with my ISD one mm-hmm. and, and demo really. and demo when I you know if I if I'm fucking up if I'm going fast because you want to go fast yeah at speed three demo with Jerry is sick as fuck yeah like he can yeah. turn on a dime it's great just do donuts just do donuts you can do donuts <laughs> out in the outer room chase him in he, he he did do donuts all around the room <laughs> dude completely just doing donuts it. donuts on the donut yeah make <laughs> <laughs> your way all the way around to the that's exactly my battle plan. yeah it's like you guys are in my head right now yeah well <laughs> and my fifth activation this one I took a Raider 1 and I took external rats with ordinate <clears throat> excuse me ordinance experts and then my squadron complement was four ties Valen and Saber so the idea of my list is to hit is to go first for most part. I have a bit of the uh, I had what eight point bit. It was three ninety two. The idea is to go first with Avenger, double arc whatever it is, destroy it, and move to the next thing. If Avenger hasn't been wrecked at that point, if it hasn't, it keeps moving through the their list. Or if I'm going against an ISD and I can't take it down, if I haven't brought enough shields down to get there, Demo will follow it up and possibly finish it off. The squadron complement, and we touched on this earlier is to kill Merrick. And in and Michigan, it became huge, too. My whole point is to tie up your squads for a round and kill Merrick. That's all I want to do. Because that motherfucker will bring down a Gazanti every other round, if not every round, if he has fighters Just by himself. With by himself. It's, yeah. it's, it's insane. Yeah. So he has to go. So my first game was against some chump named Brian. Real fucking noob. He's awful at the game. <laughs> and um, I took his advanced gunnery. He had advanced gunnery in his list at the time. And I know a lot of people are scared of advanced gunnery when you're going against ISDs or pickles or anything like that, right? And this comes into my second game where I played a pickle and I took his advanced gunnery too. Now, the point of that is, that's a shit ton of points if I can take that thing down, right? Absolutely. And I don't lose my flagship, which is, you know, a great idea, right? Let's not do that. Sure. So I try not to do that. And that's the whole reason because his blue and yellow, he had like fighter ambush and... There's something else I didn't want to deal with. And I'm like, all right, well, I'll just go advance gunnery. And I remember Brian looks at me. He's like, you sure? I'm like, yep. He's like, I know what you know. What, I know you know what you're doing, but you want to do this? I'm like, yeah, I do. So, and I did. He, he says he get this, but then he get this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he got it. Paid off for it. Yeah, it paid off. So. Yeah, I, I, I beat up Brian pretty good. And then the second round, I went against a guy that's, I think, newer. Um, not sure where he was from. I'm not, I, I want to say he was a Pennsylvania guy. I think he might have came over with the Pittsburgh guys. Yeah, I think he did. 
Not 100% sure. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> don't remember his name. Sorry, dude. Uh, but a really good guy. Really nice okay. guy. I mean, we had a good game. And he had an Akbar Death Pickle with <clears throat> two or three CR90s and a transport. But I had him out activated. I, I remember, I believe he had four activations and I had five. And I chose Advanced Gunnery again. And this time I flew right into the side of that Akbar Pickle. But the, hmm. the huge linchpin for me is he did not have XI7s on it. Okay. So I think that's, that's a huge mistake. If you're going to yeah. take a death pickle and you're going to put advanced gunnery into your <clears throat> objectives, put XI7s on that motherfucker. Otherwise, my ISD is not that scared. And it paid off because I took four Akbar broadsides into my face at close range and I survived. Wow. Some nice. of that was bad rolls. Some of it was just I kept going first and I stacked engineering with tokens. And I just kept regenerating those shields up front, regenerating them because. And you've got ECMs, you're bracing. And I'm bracing every yeah, time. Well, one of the two. And he doesn't have XI7s to make it punch right through. And so I, I mean, yes. the way that turned out, I, I, you know, I got it. I, I got the pickle. I kept moving through. I didn't get everything. I still got the 10 one though, because I don't. I, I lost very little. So if you get an advanced gunnery death pickle, I mean, that's like 300 points right there. It's an amazing amount of points. Yeah, yeah it I was. Mean, it was ridiculous. So the third game was against uh, a lot of guys know him, Biggs in real life, uh, Matt Kelsey. Really great dude, uh, real good guy. He came out from Pittsburgh. He was trying to make Garm great again. And we were at the top table at the last game. Uh, we both had 19 points with Dane following us up. We were both nervous about Dane jumping us. <laughs> so, which I was trying to do. Which he was trying very hard to do, and he almost did. <clears throat> so uh, with that game, uh, mistakes were made on both sides. I mean, Matt's a great player. Uh, you know, I couldn't stop. He had engine techs. Uh, he had a Garm with like uh, MC80 with it kitted out. It was kind of a death pickle, but he had like the it gives you a blue if you're slower than them quad battery turrets. Yeah, these quad battery turrets. So he didn't have XI7. So I also wasn't too scared of that either, which ended up getting me in the end because his squadrons. But he had like he had like a two or three E wings with corn horn. Jan and Tycho and maybe something else. And then two hammerheads and a transport. He only had four activations. Okay. I took first there again. And I... No. No. I, I went second. I chose to go second because I wanted to get cute. And he chose my advanced gunnery because he's like, hey, let's bang. So I put my advanced gunnery on my Hondo ship. Because I was not confident that my ISD-1 could survive. And I didn't want to lose double points. And in <laughs> retrospect, and in Michigan Regionals, I switched it to most wanted because... It doesn't really need advanced gunnery. As right. long as I get my yeah. double arc, I don't need the advanced gunnery most times. So, I mean, it was a good game. I, I don't remember a ton about it. Uh, we're both pretty tired, I think. Um, anyways, it came down to the last three rolls of the game. I ran away with my ISD. Otherwise, at that point, I think I was beating him. I probably had a seven or something. And he needed... I redirected my shields incorrectly. And he had two red bomber dice coming at me with Tycho. One bomber hit a crit. The other bomber hit double hits, double red. Oh. And the last one, Tycho, was the last shot he needed to blow up the ice. He got a hit with Tycho. The roll of black. That's, that's going to happen. <laughs> it's likely, but still. Yeah. It's likely. So, I mean, that's not sour grapes by any means. I mean, it was just a good game. And, you know, dice. What are you going to do? And I made mistakes. He made mistakes. He forgot to, like, hit my ISD in two different arcs with his advanced gunnery or something as I was moving away. So, so I ended up losing. I ended up... Uh, Third? Yeah, you were third. Because you were second. I, I got yeah. third place. Matt got first. Well-deserved with Garm. And that's that. And then on to Michigan Regionals. 
I switched up my list a bit because I didn't feel my Raider did a whole lot. I like the Raider. I like flying it. It's hard to keep alive. Um, so I wanted to switch to three Gazantes, but I didn't want them to do nothing. So I took out the Raider, and I essentially added another Gazante, but I had two Gazantes with slicer tools, one with suppressor. And my squadron complement changed from four ties, or two four ties with Valen, and then a, an interceptor and saber. And their whole mission was to kill Jendon. That's all they gave a shit about, and tie up anything else when you're going so against. Jendon now instead of Merrick. I'm sorry, I said the wrong thing. Okay. Merrick, yes, kill Merrick, kill Merrick at all costs. So, um, my first game, I took the buy. I took a buy in the first round, um, <laughs> and then my first game, which was the second game of the day, was against Luke, a local dude, real baby seal. Uh, that baby still fucking turned around and clubbed me right back. Oh, wow. Yeah, baby still got teeth. Yeah, baby still got teeth. <laughs> baby still bit me on the way in. All right. <laughs> I made mistakes. He made mistakes. And I won't take anything away from Luke, man. He played a great game. I picked the wrong objective. He smoked me on fire lanes. It was the whole thing. I ended up losing 3-8 to that. Um, good game against Luke. Um, my s- third round, my second round, the third round opponent was a local buddy of ours, Chris Turtle. Oh, I played Turtle. Turtle had like a Sloan type thing. Yeah, he was running Sloan. Four activations Sloan, and he put like boarding troopers on his quasar. Just go ahead and call him Turtle. Sounds <laughs> 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 on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's his nickname. It's in we, our chat. It's, it's in our chat. It. And it's is an it? old nickname from the Krelly Conflict yeah. we played before, by the way. Yeah. The, the list he built up was essentially like a turtle and up list. Okay. Right. So, yeah, that, that's it's what it's from. from. The conf- Krelly Conflict. It's yeah. from the Krelly Conflict, yeah. And it just stuck. It stuck. So, <laughs> um, good buddy of mine. Uh, turtle so <laughs> we uh we slugged it out and it was a hard fought game but i ended up tabling him but i got a 9-2 because he got my isd so that catapulted me back up into the running kind of i was i was i was further away from the shitters at that point i, I couldn't smell <laughs> poo anymore at the, at the head of tables and then the fourth round final round i played a local guy ed who i think brian played right you played ed Somebody here played that? No. In Michigan? Mm-hmm. Never mind. Nobody else played that. I played that. Yeah. So he had a Dodonna Riken type thing, but he only had four activations and he adds an admonition instead of instead more of, flotillas. Instead of flotillas. Yeah, and I think he pulled some fighters out for it too. Yeah, he still had six or eight fighters or yeah, something. Yeah, but it wasn't quite you know I don't think he had the B wings. I think that was the big difference. I don't think he had he didn't yeah, have I think it was just like a like X wings and Right. And I had gold and yeah. something like that, yeah. So I knew yeah, it was X's like, and Y's, yeah. There you go, X's and Y's. So I knew, did he have Jan in there? Yeah, no. He had the, he had a, he had a regular That's hawk. right, a regular hawk. Yeah, no Jan. Really probably should have. That's right, because I killed that thing early to try to tie things down. So um, the way I approached that was I had him activated, I choose force player, and he had precision strike. So I chose precision strike. I'll generally try to choose the red if I'm going first to get in there and then bang and get out so i got in there and i got this i got it so i mean the first in round two or three it was early i just jumped right in i double arc gallant haven killed it next round uh, bt avenger just kept swinging around i took your out it was the whole thing and the, the way my list was able to dominate his was because i just had him severely unactivated with it that's all it was um 
And it's it just the way it rolled out. So I ended up, I still only ended up winning with like an 8-3 because he had his points spread out. And after I punched Admonition in the nose and it took a couple damage, he boogied with it. And I cleaned up most everything else. He was only left with Admonition and like two Ys, but I lost, I lost, I think, a couple of Gazanis and enough fighters to where it was still only an 8-3. And I end up fifth in the tournament. I was the highest one to place in Michigan. So that's good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's, that's not bad. Um, I mean, if I would have done better early on, I would have loved to have played like the Canadian guys come down, you know, other guys like that, but yeah. whatever, you know, I yeah, still had I mean, some good games. I kind of feel the same way about it, even though I did like really horrible. It was still <laughs> a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, I do kind of wish we had taken a break, to be honest, like even though it went really late, um, because like I didn't eat the whole time, and like by the last game I was just everyone was dying. Fire. It was a long. I mean, I should have like day. brought snacks, but I didn't. Oh, dude, I was gnashing on fucking pokey snacks. The yeah, whole time. And I, I should have brought some stuff. I got I a big getting, bag of jerky but, and fucking nuts, and I was yeah. just hammering that and dip the whole time. Yeah, and, and I don't know why I didn't that. do that. Yeah. I didn't, so I was like losing my mind in the last game a little bit. But um, not that that was really an excuse. I. <laughs> I just walked to the gas lost station a bunch of times. Your shame yeah. is still deep and unending. Oh, yeah. Every other regional, Dane will do well. Every other other regional, he will to shit the back. Yeah. yeah. Last year, I did really well. I got second in Michigan. And, and then got like oh, to Ohio, went to Ohio and got like fourth from the end or something. <laughs> at, least, <laughs> at least you didn't vomit everywhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll tell you that story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I think that's kind of it for going over regionals. I mean, unless anybody else has anything else they want to talk about, maybe takeaways from just kind of regional season in general. Yeah, because um, I think we're done. Maybe some people will go to another ones. I don't yeah, think I'm, I'm not, not going, going to go to. I, I can't yeah. go to Indianapolis. That's two, the only other one. Two is like good really for reasonable. me. Yeah, yeah, two is good. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I don't think I'm going to do another one. But I know there's still a lot of people whose regional. Has yeah, we're only halfway yet. through the season because there's still a lot in end of January, February. Sure. We're yeah. only like, yeah. And the thing is for us is like we didn't really travel that far. So like no. as far as no. the, the meta, I guess, goes, it's it's one state away is the farthest we went. So Right. And I mean we got people for ours coming from, you know, all over the place, but even then it's I mean, it's a you know, there's a lot of shit going on. Absolutely. So Alright, so that's uh that's how my room tastes. Yeah, um, so I hope you guys enjoyed the taste of our rim. I watched my um, so. Well, I yeah. Yeah. So let's, uh, let's, let's, let's wrap it up here. Um, so to let you guys know where the direction of this show is going to go, um, we're planning on doing a show about every month. We will yeah. try very hard not to go over a month. We might do something less than a month. Unlikely. We will probably be about <laughs> once a month. Here. We'll probably have a and few. The, and the state of the game is, too, I mean, doing more than one a month is... Might be too much. I don't know. Yeah. But, you know. We'll probably have more episodes early, and then you know there may be a point where there's just not that much to talk about. Yeah, and, especially you know, we'll in between waves. Is. I mean, it's our first episode, so we'll, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. But I, we, you know, we definitely want to hear feedback from everybody. We're certainly um, going to do one episode, um, and it might be the next one. I don't know. Completely dedicated to the Krillin conflict. Absolutely. How to work through yeah. that? Building list tactics. Krillin conflicts. Fucking awesome! It yeah. really helped you really need to play. Yeah. It. I, mean, I think yeah. it, it's, if you have, if you haven't played, and even if you have, do another one. I mean, it, it's really fun. You know, you can do more people or less people, and it's still fun. You know, we did one where there was I think four or five on each side, and it, it really didn't break the thing. I mean, it was a little different. You know, we made some changes to the rules to affect that, but it didn't really break it at all. 
It's not uh, like anything's at stake either. Well, that's the other thing. Is like it doesn't it's, matter if you're, you play, you're playing it's to have fun. fun. Yeah. And it's cool to have your matches mean something going forward. Um, yeah, building the same fleet, like yeah. trying not to get it fucking trashed in between rounds is <laughs> sure. also you know cool. And it's just fun to you know be able to talk trash to your other the other team and, yeah. and you know have your team put together. I mean, from our first one, we actually started a, a chat that we still constantly use <laughs> with Neil. Yeah, and yeah it's a little crazy. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, uh, we got an email. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, uh, if you if you, if you want to email us, it is O R J podcast at gmail.com so if you got uh comments questions anything else but only good comments do not do not say bad things to us honestly not have any criticism honestly if we find out people are actually listening to this (laughs) we'd be totally psyched (laughs) hopefully there's people listening (laughs) we're gonna probably do it anyway yeah Um, but if there's something you want us to talk about you know maybe there's a specific list you're having trouble with um you know we could maybe do for our tactics section session that one we talked about for next episode, maybe, mm. was, uh, in fact, we were originally going to do it for this episode, yeah. was Sloan and BT Avenger. Right. Um, but after our experience at Michigan Regional with all those uh, Gallant Haven, Guevara's ace holes, we felt that was more appropriate for, for this episode. Yeah. Um, so we'll probably do that for the next episode unless we get a better idea. Um, but, you know, what, what do you, you guys want to see is what we'll, you know, what we'll talk about. And if you got a, we also have a Facebook page. Brian? Yes. Yep. It's uh you can find us at fb.me slash ORJ podcast. Uh and then did you guys talk about email? You can email us at ORJ podcast. Yeah. yeah, we did. Okay. Brian I tuned out. out I tuned yeah. out for a second. <laughs> Brian, Brian tuned out. It was real bad. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, let us know what you want to hear and if there's anything you know you want us to talk about or even just questions like, you know, hey, what's a good list to do with this? You know, we can we can do that sort of thing too if that if that's interesting to people. Yeah. But only good comments. Do yeah, not, yeah. Do yeah. not criticize us. Um no, don't criticize us. We're very thin skinned. We yeah. don't want to hear any bad things. Right. Like if you want to say I think Dane sounds like a little girly man, yeah. Don't do that. Don't say that. Don't say that. Don't say that. Instead don't say, that. say I think you sound really dapper and masculine. And yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's what I would rather hear. Masculine. Yeah. Masculine. Yeah. Right. Amazing. Um beefy. 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 I'm, I'm okay with beefy. He's okay. I mean, it sort of implies that I'm fat, which is true. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I guess it's fine. <laughs> um, All right, so guys, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, yeah. We'll see you whenever. Yeah. We'll see you next time. <laughs> so I guess, yeah. Outer rim jobs. Outer rim jobs. Out. Out. Bye. We did it. Cool. I- I'ma put cocaine in your way. I'ma put cocaine in your way. I'ma put cocaine in your way. I- I- I'ma put my dick in your way. Put a molly in the ass. Put a molly in the ass. I just popped the molly. Now I'm trying to fuck Molly Cyrus. I just popped the molly. Now I'm trying to fuck Molly Cyrus. I'ma put cocaine in your ass. I'ma put my dick in your ass. I'ma put cocaine in your ass. I'ma put my dick in your ass. Fuck Billy Ray Cyrus, I'm your daddy now. I'ma put my dick up in your ass and it ain't coming out. If you don't like what I'm saying now, I don't give a fuck. Cause it won't change the fact that my dick is in your butt. But cocaine will make it numb. So I'ma put it in your ass with my thumb. It's time to get freaking Miley Cyrus. We can have a baby and call him Stitcher Cyrus. <laughs> 
I'm a dumb mental motherfucker. I'm a fuck Molly Cyrus in front of a mother. I, I love cocaine, cause it got me feeling like I'm Superman. I could've chose Nicki Minaj. I could've chose Iggy Azalea. I could've chose Jennifer Lopez. But I'm fucking Molly Cyrus. I just popped the Molly. Now I'm trying to fuck Molly Cyrus. I just popped the Molly. Now I'm trying to fuck Molly Cyrus. I'ma put cocaine in your ass. I'ma put my dick in your ass. I'ma put cocaine in your ass. I'ma put my dick in your ass. Bend over. Pull your panties down, baby. I'ma put cocaine in your ass. I'ma put my dick in your ass. I can't pay your bills, Molly Cyrus. But you can pay mine. But one thing that I got for you is cocaine all of the time. I'm a drug dealer, baby. You gon' be a drug dealer's lady. Cocaine make a bitch go crazy. Cocaine make a bitch go crazy. I just popped the Molly. Now I'm trying to fuck Molly Cyrus. I just popped the Molly. Now I'm trying to fuck Molly Cyrus. I'ma put cocaine in your ass. I'ma put my dick in your ass I'ma put cocaine in your ass I'ma put my dick in your ass